Welcome, everybody, to, of course, the new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and as you can tell, we've made some changes to, of course, this, the program. Now, obviously, Buzzer Beater, here he is. Of Well, Forte, welcome to the program, my brother. Well, How you feeling? Good. I'm good. Forte? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Hello? Oh, okay. Hey, you're good. Uh, you're good. There we go. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, we're having a little bit of technical dif difficulties trying this for the first time. I want to thank everybody for being here. Obviously, this is the new and improved primetime gaming. And we're going to have, uh, as soon as we get the introductions done, I'm going to uh, you know, open up the show and then we're going to get the, the, of course, gameplay of Avengers running in the background. Uh, listen, just out of curiosity, did because can anyone hear the uh, music from the game or is it just me? All I hear is you. I, okay. I, don't, I don't hear the music, no. Excellent. So then it's, just, then it's just me. I just have to, of course, lower that. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here, of course. And uh, listen, folks, we have an amazing show lined up for you today. And of course, we are introducing someone relatively new to the community, making his first appearance on Primetime Gaming. And uh, let's start with him for Steel Rain. First of all, dude, welcome to the program. It is finally great. I know that we've been going back and forth to get you on here. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who Steel Rain is? Oh, boom. It is I, Steel Rain, man. Uh, I want to thank you for allowing <laughs> the rain to be a part of this party tonight, man. Um, for those who don't know me, man, you can just call me Steel. And I'm here to, I guess, represent the not only the casual gamers, but the hardcore gamers also, boom. Uh, I'm an Xbox first kind of gamer, multiplayer gamer. I've been doing this for a long time, boom. I've been gaming since Genesis. I'm a 90s kid. And I've come to, I'm coming to bring in the perspective, sorry, that um, gaming wasn't cool where I came from, boom. But <laughs> somehow we still pulled it off. And uh, sometimes you got to say life and excuse me for everything that it has going on especially in these crazy times and just make something happen so it's time to chase that passion boom and i hope y'all are gonna stay tuned in for a fantastic show got some fire topics for y'all tonight man and uh yeah well thanks so much for being here dude super appreciated cannot wait to get your opinion on these fire topics so let's get sure. into the remainder of the introductions and we're gonna start with gaming forte now gaming forte i know that your phone has been bring, ringing off the hook because everybody wants to know, you know, obviously when the PlayStation news is going to drop. We're waiting Wednesday for that. We know about the, you know, store taking pre-orders on the 22nd for both the Series X and S. And you, my friend, have been killing it with your content. How you been, brother? I've been good, man. Just, you know, just doing doing the content creation thing, man, working Kids started school last week, so dealing mm -hmm. with that, man. Shout out to all the teachers out there, man. You don't realize how <laughs> how hard it is to get, especially sure. 
especially middle school, I mean, elementary school kids in line in order to get this stuff done when it comes to getting them to pay attention to what's going on on the screen. Man, it's it's rough. But but outside of that, man, it's, um, it's good, man. It's been a, yeah. a great weekend. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Forte, you, you sound like you've been on, this is your uh, 10th podcast just this week. <laughs> yeah. That's the running joke. <laughs> it feels like that, man. You know, this whole my wife woke up this morning was like, "Look, man, I'm gonna need you to uh, make sure that she don't fall asleep at the table again today, like she did earlier." But um, no, nah, man. Other than that, it's good. Uh, I will say this though: um, there will be, um, if you, especially if you're doing a GameStop Xbox, it will be uh, allocations. Yeah, sure. Allocations at on the twenty second. Stores will be opening at twelve o'clock. So. Uh, they will take pre-orders on that day. You just got to make sure you're at your store as early as possible. We don't know how many each store is going to get. It's going to be randomized based on how performance is in your store. So get there soon if you're going to get stuff to pick it up. Yeah. I, I And, uh, you know, again, I've already been in touch with, uh, of course, my local GameStop and uh, yeah, it's at 12 o'clock and it's, it's going to be, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how many people, tune you know to turn up for this hopefully it is not ridiculous and and my store happens to be busy so i think they're going to have quite a few of them how many we don't know but let's continue of course with the uh, introductions next someone that had took two weeks off to of course handle some family business go on vacation he's even more exhausted now than before he left please welcome back tempest son what's going on brother Oh man, it's good to be back. I miss this, and yeah, there's a. I have a a pretty large family. There's 37 of us, and uh, we thought it was a good idea to cram inside a beach house all together. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it was a, an interesting time. Chaos in, ensued, that's for sure. But uh, no, it's good to be back, and um, what a time to be back. Jeez, we got plenty to talk about so yeah yeah we there there is a lot to talk about and it's going to be a lot of fun uh and okay so let's continue of course mag you have been making some waves uh not only on this particular podcast but you are now a part of a show a little show at called after dark with the nasty one himself nuke nukem (laughs) of course you are have become a fan favorite because of your mooch like voice as well as your very strong opinions on gaming how you been brother i am doing very well i'm super excited to be here good evening boom good evening chat good evening panel and a special good evening to our new friend steel rain for making his appearance on tonight's show uh super great show we got lined up for you tonight uh, I just spoke to Forte before the show. He gave me the inside scoop. I've just ordered a Series X, a Series X, a Series V, a Series X, Y, and Z. It's all done. So I'm super excited for the 22nd. But anyways, we got a great show tonight. So let's get to it. Thanks so much, bro, for being here, uh, as always. And certainly last and no way least. And uh, he might be feeling a type of way because he went after the mag. But that's okay because he's here. He's our resident Cape Crusader. Hopefully you are reading the three Jokers if you are a Batman fan. And I know Ooh. that you are. Uh, welcome to the show, bro. How you feeling? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for time time, baby. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> We got some exciting news last week. This week, we have potential news coming out on Wednesday. It's a great time to be a gamer, guys. I'm excited to be here. Big ups to Steel. You know, guest appearing, guest appearance you, here in uh, Primetime Gamer first time. And our brother's back. Tempest, man. That's hey, right. We got hey, a good show coming up for you guys. Lo- loan me some of that energy there, buddy. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. After after your vacation, yeah. oh man, you need a vacation from your vacation. I That's got right. <laughs> well, obviously, you do see someone missing from the podcast. Uh, Clowns is not going to be making it tonight because uh, he took apart his computer and had a bit, a bit of a difficult time putting it back together. So he'll be back next week, and that's perfectly fine. He's obviously up upping the ante for you know being a part of the PC Master Race. But before we get into the first topic and part of the bits and bytes section of tonight's show, I want to thank Face B twenty three BKMY with the outstanding five dollars super chat, and he says just confirm PlayStation Five supports Wi Fi six and Bluetooth five point one technology. Xbox Series X and S doesn't have it. You know what, dude? That's great. I mean, listen, if the, if you're going to ring that bell, good on you. I'm getting both consoles, but to be honest with you, I'd rather have the power and the velocity, uh, you know, uh, velocity engine that the, the console is running as opposed to these two particular things that you're highlighting. But listen, man, if you're excited, I'm excited. Thanks so much for being here. So let's get into the bits and bytes. And uh, obviously... Heavily next generation talk has been the norm in the last couple of weeks. Uh, more specifically, I would say the last maybe, I don't know, 10 or 14 days. It's really, really hit the highlight of 2020 in regards to, of course, next gen gaming talk. And, you know, a, a good friend of the community who has made a name for himself in a way that it's, I don't think he even saw it coming. Our good friend, Jeff Grubb. Uh, on his on a on his podcast at the one fifteen mark, which and I have this I have this particular podcast uh, in the show notes if you want to go check it out, talks about how Microsoft is spending a lot on a lot of money. I mean, talking big big sacks of cash on something that is not a studio acquisition, and he believes that it is Game Pass related. So the big question for the chat, the big question for the panel is if he's right which of the big third party games will be coming into game pass day and date now of course the immediate answer for pretty much anyone is going to be cyberpunk 2077 and to be honest it is the easy answer he has confirmed that he does not believe that's what it is and I, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with him. I actually believe that I don't know if that, in fact, is going to be the case. Now, our good friends at the, of course, Xbox Reddit uh, site that I'm always pushing, um, they took a screen grab. M Microsoft, now, again, this is not a topic. This is just, this is just I'm just throwing this out there because we're going to talk about this once I have more information on Thursday's Xbox Fact, the podcast. But it appears that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has been moved up to the 10th to coincide the launch with the Series X and S, according to some Microsoft documentation that they posted. So go check that out if you're interested. Uh, but I, I think, in, and again, if I was a guessing kind of a dude, I would say that the, the game that I would think is going to be in Game Pass day and date, simply because it was moved up specifically by Ubisoft, is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I think that that is going to be the game that takes the place of Halo Infinite, which, of course, has been delayed. But, you know, there are other there are a ton of other games coming out. So I'm, I'm interested to know, you know, exactly what the panel thinks. And, you know, uh, Forte, I, I want to go to you if you're there. Um, you know, this is one of the things that Microsoft is looking to do is, of course, 
make a big splash besides having the console launch on November 10th. And the way that they can make a big splash, the way that they can make these consoles literally fly off the shelves is the value proposition, something that we've talked about quite often, not only on this show, but more specifically on last week's uh, Xbox Factor podcast. Do you think it could be Assassin's Creed or could it be something that none of us have picked? It could be Assassin's Creed. I mean, when I saw that they did move up the date to coincide with the release of the um, next-gen systems, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, you know, it was it was a week later, if I remember correctly, so now it's coming out day and date. Uh, like, like you said, Cyberpunk would have been the one that everybody would choose, and the fact that they came out so long ago and actually said that that's not the thing, we could just take that off the window because they already debunked that being a thing. But if it's not cyberpunk, I can even be see it being something like um, like Watchdogs going. I in was going to say that too. Yes, because that comes out a couple of weeks beforehand, so you can also just get a lot of excitement on people wanting to play Watchdogs early and say, "Hey, if you already got an Xbox One X or Xbox One S, you can um, play Watchdogs in October." Because it'll be one of the games that releases in October. Say you're going to play that in Game Pass, and all of your progress will transfer over in Game Pass to the new systems and stuff. So you kind of get people already into that ecosystem if they're already a part of it, and then they're just going to gradually just move over to the X or the uh, S when it comes out. So I think those are very, very good um, indicators that could actually happen around that. Um, Assassin's Creed just seems like, for me, Assassin's Creed seems like the game that they know they're going to sell because a lot of people buy into that game all the time. Where Watch Dogs is that is that it's not annual, not semi-annual. It's like they're on their third one right now, and a lot of people are interested just because of the setting of it. And what way to like show confidence in that game by saying, "Hey, we believe in this game so much that we're just going to literally let this go into Game Pass, and we know that people are going to buy it just off the fact that it's getting so much attention because people are going to buy Assassin's Creed because they just like Assassin's." Creed. Not too many people really care for Watch Dogs as much like that. The first one was was like hit or miss. The second one was better. And now this is going to be the one where people are going to be like, okay, I'll take a wait and see approach to see what everybody else thinks before I jump in. I think it's probably going to be building the better ones they did because I like the way that they're breaking down the story in it, the way that they're using the characters to actually um, be a part of the game, to be people that you can recruit. And if you put that in something like Game Pass and allow people to see it early, and get a chance to say, hey, you can get into this through the subscription you already have. I think that's going to do a lot for that game and just the um, excitement level around it. Just remember, the reason Sea of Thieves does so well is because not because it sold well. It just has so many eyes on it. Whenever they yeah. put a new update on that game, people flock to it because they say, well, I got that part of my subscription. It's probably not something that interests people to like say, oh, I'm gonna go out and buy Sea of Thieves because it looks cool. No, it's in a subscription model, so you can just jump in and jump out whenever you want to. And I think going into the holiday, that will be something that can definitely work for um Ubisoft and Xbox to have something that jumps in there. So I would think watchdogs before Assassin's Assassin's Creed, but either one of them will work. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. You know, it's funny because Jeff is, uh, like I said, has been making a name for himself. And if you look at what is potentially coming out on the tenth, now, I mean, again, we're gonna—I'm gonna paint a little bit of a picture for you here, and then I'm then I'm gonna bring, of course, uh, uh, um, Cybernox into the conversation. We have Dirt uh, Dirt Five releasing on the sixth, yeah. right? And that's one bookend. On the thirteenth, you have Black Ops. 
Call of Duty Cold War, right? Now, there's no there's no way that the PlayStation 5 is going to launch the same week of the Series X. They're going to have to wait the week afterwards. And it's pretty interesting and pretty strategic when you think about what Microsoft has done here. Because when you bookend the 6th and the 13th, and then you go, then then obviously the, the, the common denominator factor is going to be the 10th when both consoles launch. You have, besides Assassin's Creed, right? Besides, of course, potentially Cyberpunk if it gets moved up, which we think it's going to be moved up. You also have Destiny 2, the new, the new expansion. Yeah, yep. Yakuza Like a Dragon. You also have the Medium and the Ascent and whatever else that's going to be in there. Talk about a launch. Now, I don't know what else you could possibly put into there, but Cybernox, you know, Jeff Grubb has it on good authority that they are spending some serious money. That's mm-hmm. not a studio acquisition. And he believes that it is it is Game Pass related. What else could you add to this service for the launch of these consoles? Yeah, man. So a lot of people were speculating, right? Uh, Bungie. Uh, obviously, Microsoft has now... Um, or always has had uh, a great working relationship with Bungie. You know, it yeah. shows uh, even with Destiny 2 and all their content coming to Game Pass, it shows like trust between these two companies, like all their future expansions are coming to get uh, Game Pass. I know Mag's extremely excited. He tweets about it to me every day. <laughs> like, come on, man. So, um, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, they're, um, you know, they got a, a good relationship going, right? But, um, well, Pete, Pete uh, Parsons and Phil Spencer are best of friends. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and Phil loves that game too. Yeah. So uh, the the substantial amount of money that he's talking about could be maybe for some, you know, future expansions uh, coming to Game Pass or potentially Bungie's next game uh, besides Destiny, whatever else they're working on. That game also coming to Game Pass, but. Um, I, I, I'm kind of with you guys. I think they they want something to come out actually this year to come out with the console. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed would be something that uh, they have the marketing rights to already. They're in talks with Ubisoft. But you know what I'm thinking? I'm not thinking just Assassin's Creed. After EA Play came to Game Pass, all their games came to Game Pass, it got me thinking, hey, you know what? Why not Ubisoft Uplay Plus? come into game pass as well jeff said it's a substantial amount of money so why not you know what, that I, service i hate yeah. i hate to kind of pour, pour rain on your parade but unfortunately i thought the same thing they signed with stadia oh they did they wow, did okay, then, that, then that's done then then yeah it could potentially be then assassin's creed or maybe a watchdogs because my first thought was if ea came through you know then ubisoft is looking at this as hey you know there's there's money to be made here if ea a company that kind of thinks like us uh when it comes to monetary gain right uh, maybe we can go ahead and also sign with xbox game pass but if you're you know if that's that's done then um yeah then that leaves maybe you know something else working with Bungie or you know obviously the big one would be Cyberpunk uh 2077 they keep uh, saying no for some reason my heart keeps saying yes hey every they (laughs) they can keep saying no all they want but if they keep dropping that bag right here here we go here we go 
you know, keep up in their, uh, the, the amount could potentially say yes. And it's not like they're asking, uh, cyberpunk, you know, to be exclusive to game pass or, or, or Xbox. It's just saying, Hey, let it just be released on game pass as well. And potentially maybe X cloud then, you know, then everything will work out. But yeah, um, my big theory was going to be the the Ubisoft do you play plus because uh, of what happened with the EA. But since they signed with Stadia, I guess yeah, um, they, they, they just that, signed with Stadia, which that's is dead in the water. Yeah. But yeah, but Assassin's Creed would be uh, would also be a big win, especially now they're it's going to come out day and day. Uh, it's going to come out on the same day as the uh, the consoles themselves. And it's going to be 4K 60. So it'll be a good win if they can do that. Yeah, I mean, listen, again, they are lining themselves up for a big W, uh, for sure. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's let's bring Steel Rain and get his opinion on this. Steel Rain, you've heard uh, some of the panel's opinion. You've been seeing the chat as we close in on uh, three, almost 300 people already here. I mean, listen, the, the sting of Halo Infinite, uh, to me anyway, for me, is gone simply because it's it's it is what it is right that you can't change what happened we, we you know you you, you got to get over it listen we're all going to be better for it as gamers Halo's going to be better for it and 343 is going to be better for it and in turn microsoft is going to be better for it so just let that game go back and bake bring it out next year at the anniversary of the 20th anniversary of halo and and, ma- and make make halo great again but the 10th of november it will be here in two shakes of a stick right and we know that Jeff Grubb very rarely gets it wrong. And when he says he has it on good authority, I believe he knows for an absolute fact what's coming and he just can't say. What are your thoughts on what Microsoft is dropping these big bags of money at? Who's getting this money? You know what, Boom? First off, I want to say, everybody hit that subscribe and like button, man. You guys, one time for Boom, man. We got a shout out to, the, we got a shout out to these mm-hmm. people. Man. And, the, and to the panel, man. Y'all are fucking fantastic. Sorry, excuse me. But honestly, let's let's really look into it. Let's look into it. Let me bring y'all into, into my reign, into my territory. Um, from my perspective, man, honestly, the only thing that really makes sense is, is the games that you guys said. Valhalla, Watch Dogs, Legions. But I'm actually kind of, kind of threw back because there's also the possibility that they could bring Outriders up yeah, to launch with the launch yeah. of the Xbox. Now, that would be an excellent game to go with. A third person over the shoulder, multiplayer, co-op kind of game. Really, that, I think that would be a solid game. But other than that, I mean, as far as just dropping off some more money for the launch, I mean, <sighs> there's only so many things that you could do with already us already getting EA Play. Um, there's there's already going to be 200 plus games, but I don't I don't know what else what more value can, can Xbox really bring? What can what more value can Phil Spencer himself bring to the Xbox console, man? Mm-hmm. I just I just don't I don't know what else I don't know what else we could do. We got games like the Medium coming, Destiny's coming. Destiny by itself, I think, is going to bring so many people and launching into Game Pass on day one. I don't think people really understand how many people that's really going to bring, how many ears that's going to perk up. Let me tell you right now, (laughs) I put down Destiny for a year because I said, you know what? I am tired of you continuously paying me. And I felt like it was because more of Activision, because you notice after Activision left Bungie, things things are starting to look a little better. I'm starting to see the light, but we'll, we'll see. With them bringing everything free to Game Pass, boom, everything up to date, you're getting a full three, what, four, almost four-year experience of Destiny. 
I don't see what you can beat at 60 frames per second on a $300 console. What are we doing? What are we talking about? Yeah, no, that's a great point. That is definitely a great point. I mean, listen, they they, they are working to make something special. There, there's, there's no doubt about it. And what they're going to bring to the table is going to be huge, at least in my opinion. And the Destiny thing, I, I know that 4K is literally tickled pink because he's going to be playing the new the new expansion on his new console at uh, at 4k 60 confirmed it is going to be again it, it is a bit of a head scratcher and, and i do like the the theory of the watchdogs I, I i you know that that wasn't even in the in the equation but that could be something that you want to bring there but I, again I, I just think the easy answer is of course you know Assassin's Creed. I mean, why why wouldn't you want Assassin's Creed? Uh, but you know what? Let's uh, let's let's bring in Mag to the conversation. Mag, what what do you, what what do you where do you think Microsoft mm-hmm. is dropping these big bags of money? According to Jeff Grubb. Well, you know what? We all talk. You guys have all touched on basically what I was going to say, but there is something else here. I'm not going to lie to you, Boom. I'm going to go with the easy ones first and foremost. And first of all, if you recall last year. You remember I sent you that deleted tweet from Xbox South Africa uh, yes. about Cyberpunk mm-hmm. going into Game Pass. And I mean it was it was online for like 14 seconds and then all of a sudden it disappeared and luckily I I, I screen capped it. But anyways, I think that that was a guarantee just not at launch. I don't think that that was ever going to be at launch uh, launch title. Maybe 8 months to a year later it would have shown up on Game Pass. They would they would have had some kind of a deal. But with COVID rearing its ugly head, Xbox losing Halo at launch. Well, what happens? Big moves needed to be made. And I think that this is one of two moves. I think the other move, just like you guys have all but said, is AC Valhalla day one. They move the release date up to match the Xbox launch date. I mean, <clears throat> you know, how much more obvious can it get? I mean, this is just speculation at the end of the day. And, you know, you also rhymed off all those other games. I'm going to rhyme them off again. Because if you have a launch lineup of AC, let's say, okay, speculation, folks, AC Valhalla, Destiny 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Yakuza, Medium, and Ascent, and they're all on Game Pass? I mean, what? I don't care if Kratos himself comes down from the sky with a chariot and hand delivers all PS5 pre-orders. You can't compete with a lineup like that, especially considering... I mean, okay, we saw a little trailer today, but for the most part, we haven't really seen squat about what Sony's doing day one for titles. Day one, I'm saying, not Ratchet and Clank three months from now. I'm talking day one, and that will probably change by Wednesday, I would imagine. I really, really hope because I want to know why I'm spending all that money on a PS5. I want to know why I'm spending it day one, but if... if if they don't come with anything significant and Microsoft comes with this, again, speculation, nobody can compete with that on launch day. So I still think that, in my opinion, I still think it's going to be AC Valhalla and the outside wild card is going to be that Cyberpunk 2077. But I, I don't know. My heart tells me they're going to they're going to jam both of them in their day one. That's my personal feeling. That would be something else, and it would it would sh- I, again? I, I think what they're trying to do is to basically steal every ounce of media headline you could possibly have. Because remember, we we, we this Wednesday, Sony is finally giving us, and and again, I don't have this on good authority, folks. I'm 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 simply going to guesstimate that we're going to get release date 
We're going to get release prices and we're going to get pre-order date. That would be the, 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 the wise man way of thinking. Um, and I, I, I'm still thinking that Sony's going to come out right before Black Friday, right before Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm thinking the 19th. Even if Microsoft has those nine days ahead of them, which I think they're going to have, if you can have a launch lineup, like I talked about before, that includes a good chunk of these games going into Game Pass, and on top of the big boy box for all of us that are here that we have over 300 people here in the chat right so you we are going to buy if you're if you're an xbox guy or gal and you're listening to the show chances are you're probably going to buy the series x but the series s folks is the wild card in the conversation and that $300 price point the 10 the 1440p up to upwards of 120 frames per second is going to be the generational winner and we're going to segue into the, the, the next topic. And, 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 and you know, listen, folks, I, I want people to understand that this, this is an opinion. So don't get yourself all bent out, bent out of shape. If, if you happen to be a Sony fan and I come at you, you know, I come at this from a very heavy Xbox point of view. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I was having a conversation with with many people that are on my shows. Usually, and I believe it would have been even like the Xbox guys, you know, Mr. Bad Bits insipid ghost boxer bear obviously vj and, and zemi games you know we have our own private dm and when the question was posed to me of who do i think is going to sell more consoles i immediately without hesitation said well yeah, sony's gonna sell more, play, more more playstation 5s and then of course last week happened last week I said this on on the on uh, the Tuesday special edition show of the Xbox Factor podcast, and I reset it both on Thursday and, fr- and Friday. I I think that in all of the years of covering the Xbox brand, what turned out to be a massive leak internally turned out to be one of the best weeks, in, in my opinion, in in the company's uh, I don't know, you can say entire generation, because. They somehow pivoted and used what was put out there, and it was an onslaught of news. Now, I'm going to say this. The one thing that, you know, when you're talking to a Sony fan that's strictly Sony, they want to talk about console sales. They want to talk about first-party games. They want to talk about how Sony is for the players. And you know what? I won't argue not one bit. But when you look at what, what caused Sony to sell so many consoles it was that particular black friday where they had the spider-man ps4 slim for 150 bucks and it obviously sold an unbelievable i think it sold the most in in the console in in black friday console history and for good reason for 150 dollars it's the cool system because it looked cool it was spider-man it was sony it was the hip system i think that all of what Sony did is great, and this generation for them is a big W. But I don't think that's going to happen this particular generation. And again, I'm not saying that Sony isn't going to bring the goods. That's not what this conversation is about. In 2013, what did Sony have, folks? Sony had price and power, right? They had two things 
that Microsoft did not have. They also had something else that people seem to don't equate with the whole conversation, and that is messaging. They had the messaging. This is how you trade games. 1080p makes you a better gamer, right? All that kind of stuff. And it resonated with the community, the diehard community. And then from that, with it resonating to the diehard community, they sold the PlayStation 4 to their friends who were casuals. Well, folks, I got news for you. My whole theory of how Sony was going to walk away in console sales with the next generation has completely been 180. I don't think that's going to happen at all. As a matter of fact, I think the winner of this generation is going to be the Xbox Series S. And here's why. The choice between both price and power is advantage number one, in my opinion, because of a 200, potentially $200 price difference between the Series X I mean, the Series S and the discless version. Again, folks, this is theory, okay? Because we've seen different prices. Some people say it's going to be $399. I don't think so. I, th I think that we're going to be a little shell-shocked on Wednesday. I see potentially um, something like $549 for the disc, $5499 for the discless, or even $50 cheaper than that. I see $449 for the uh, uh digital version and i because they're not going to they're not going to lose 100 dollars per console i'm telling you that right now sony is not going to do that so the disc version for four $4.99 and of course the discless uh one was going to be 449 i think it's going to be a 50 a 50 difference and if that in fact is the case you're going to tell me that someone's going to walk into the store and Simply buy a hundred and fifty dollar more uh, more expensive console because of an exclusive, folks. If you want to believe that, that's fine. But the percentage of people that actually buy exclusives outside of the diehards like us is such a low percentage; it doesn't even make dollars and cents. Most people. Who buy a console that are part of the casual market and, and Forte? I want to go to you next on this because you you could back up my 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 points and opinion on this because you know firsthand the casual market is in for three to five games per year, and I think I'm even going a little high. It could be two to three. They're going to buy the Call of Duties. They're going to buy their two Ks. They're going to buy their Maddens. They're potentially going to buy that one exclusive, particularly Spider-Man. He's a popular guy. MCU is popular. Right? You know, uh, Miles Morales is a is a heroic character that the world needs right now. So th they'll, they will buy that. But, Forte, when you hear my theory about how price and power have now been shifted. Again, folks, this, this is something that we've talked about generations changing and people, people just assume, well, Sony's so dominant. Sony is just so good at what they do. There's no way they could lose or be in second place in the next generation. Well, just remember this for a second, folks. We all said the same thing about the Xbox 360 riding in that high cloud in the sky. And then of course, Don Matrick happened and <laughs> the whole thing went to shit. Forte, listen, the opinion is just mine. I could be 100% wrong. But with that said, I'm interested to know from your perspective, someone that is on the front line, 
Could Microsoft be on he onto something with a three hundred dollar console that runs at fourteen forty p upwards of one hundred and twenty frames per second? When you factor in Xbox Game Pass, when you factor in EA Play or formerly EA Access, when you factor in Project X Cloud, when you factor in Xbox Live, the value proposition is insane to say out loud. Do you think that this could move this console? Uh, is absolutely going to move the console. The thing is, so just to talk about the thing that you said at first about them winning the gen, man, I so I, I hope so. I hope so. Just because I think if Microsoft can get back into that lane again, I think a lot of people will just be like, okay, Microsoft is actually making great sound moves when it comes to the console. Cause I think right now, a lot of people think the moves they're making, yes, they're good for their company, but they're not good for gaming. And they think that, the fact that you have a subscription model um, and you don't have exclusives day one, they think that that's going to be detrimental to the system. In so many ways it could be, but I do think overall, I think just having to be able to pick up a system day one and not have to buy games for it is is a very powerful entity that people overlook. Now, do I think Microsoft is going to win the gen, like be number one in sales like they were back last gen? I mean, this was between PlayStation and Xbox because we ran away with it. But um, it's a possibility. The thing is, for me, I always go back to 2013. 2013, yeah, Microsoft shot themselves in the foot, but they did a couple other things that people didn't realize happened over the course of those two years. Xbox didn't sell bad in 2013. They actually sold pretty well. Even with all the changes they made to the system, they they were still behind Sony. They still sell like one to two, two million less than Sony going into that next year. It wasn't until 2014 14 you saw the divide happen. And what happened in 2014? Call of Duty was not exclusive on Xbox anymore when it came to mm-hmm. when it came to next gen. That was the first year that Call of Duty went from being cross gen to next gen only. And that was the first year that they lost the marketing deal for the game. Once they lost that marketing deal, and I remember 100% this will happen, I follow people like Drifter, who is a huge Call of Duty player. I watch his YouTube and everything. And the, the competitive scene, the Call of Duty World Championships, all used to be housed on Xbox. Once they moved over to PlayStation, all the competitive people went to PlayStation. And then what happened? All those competitive people have YouTube channels, and they convinced all their yes. players to go over to PlayStation. So there was a domino effect. That was like the beginning of what happened, you know, then. Then what happened right after that at E3? Kobe Bryant comes out on stage, 2K15. He's on the cover of it. Guess what? Exclusive exclusive um partnership with Sony. Yeah. And then and then that was another drop mic drop moment for them because they started scooping up all of the third party licenses and getting people to think that this stuff was synonymous with that system. Yeah. And like you said, the one thing is once you get once you get the casual market thinking that something's only on one system or um, or a bunch of their friends are going to that system that's when you're going to start seeing divides happen in sales. Then you hit 2016. Think about it. Sony didn't have a good, a good 2017, like 
it was okay, but 2018 is when it like literally, like you said, blew up. You had God of War, you had Spider-Man. 2017, they had that bundle that had God of War. They had the three-game bundle with God of War, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and I believe the first Last of Us was in it. They yes. sold it for mm-hmm. they sold it for two hundred dollars mm-hmm. in 2017. Well, they, they had Horizon Zero Dawn. 2017 right yeah and they had to rise and zero dawn in 2017 and they put in the bundle with two other games so that's what happened in 2017 and then 2018 that spider-man bundle came out for i i think it was i think it was actually 200 instead of 150 but still 200 was still an ridiculous price and they just ride the wave of all their exclusives that came out towards the end of the year so i do think that exclusive games do matter they don't matter as much as some people think they do because like you said a good subsection the people don't even play those games like the fact that god of war so less than 15 million the fact that spider-man is their highest selling ip this generation and it's so close to 15 million on 115 million so that's a great number but that lets you know that over 100 and something million people didn't even think about purchasing that game so all of their all of their um, size and girth with a pause when it comes to like what they did was through that casual marketplace. So for me, Microsoft needs to do something like we were talking about in the first topic, get games into game pass or get games exclusively licensed to their system that people truly care about destiny Two, cyberpunk, get games like that in there. Because if you start talking in that lane, that's when you're going to start seeing that needle move. Call of Duty, get that thing back home, get that thing back on the box yeah. that made your mm-hmm. shot your that mm-hmm. made your system synonymous with first person shooters because you lost that kind you kind of lost that identity throughout this generation. You know, you don't have Halo Day One to push that narrative. What are would we have? There's no battlefield. I mean, we we think there's a battlefield coming, but EA hasn't said anything about it. So I think they they kind of just took it on the chin in a whole bunch of different ways at the beginning of the generation, and it kind of snowballed. That can all change in the first couple of um first couple of months of this generation, depending on what they do with their marketing deals and what they do um, as a company going forward. But I it's hard to say what's going to happen because as of right now, call I mean. M- um playstation has a lot of that stuff still locked up i think a lot will be known on wednesday when they start talking about all the deals they have in place and if they don't have like some of the big hitters like we think they have then microsoft definitely has a chance because that means they can still go out there and bring some games that people aren't even think about to the xbox ecosystem either game pass or just some exclusive uh marketing rights then i think they have a really true chance but they got to get this third party stuff under control and let sony you know reign supreme when it comes to all that you know there's a particular aspect and, and everything that you you know one of the things that you left out which i'm actually surprised oh was yeah that, go ahead with, with that deal with that deal with destiny <laughs> well, that, well see people already listen man everybody already know destiny shout out to them on february on september 22nd, 22nd everything that is available in destiny at this moment all the stuff that i paid over $200 for <laughs> as the person that's playing Destiny for the last three years, you get for free in, yep. in Game Pass on the 22nd of this month. I'm working on a video that's going to basically tell people how to get into it. 
because oh, there's gonna be a lot yes. of people. There's Let's gonna be go. yeah. I'm halfway through that video because people been hitting me up like, how do I get into this? That's like okay. Well, well you guys ruined Mag. Who well, I'm gonna call on next? Uh, <laughs> right. Mag, so, Mag is a, yeah, officially that a, game a, a, a destiny is, drug addict. Yeah, but that game is that game is going to be huge for them, and I think it's going to be the number one replacement for Halo. If you can't get Halo in their day one, you're gonna get the next best thing, which I kind of mm. feel like is kind of a better thing because yeah, 343 yeah. hasn't yeah. hasn't done with Bungie has done with something that is called Destiny. So uh that's going to be huge and then on the 22nd you get all that and then on the 10th of November the same day the system launches everybody that's in that ecosystem as soon as you get home with your new system you can boot it up and get a whole brand new experience that 4K 60 you. 4K 60 brand new subclasses brand new planets whole a whole kitten caboodle so i think everybody's going to be excited on that day yeah no real quick uh mag i i i want to bring you into the conversation but see i'm going to attack this from a different angle for you and the reason why i'm i'm saying that i think microsoft has a chance it's not confirmed folks it's just my personal opinion so if you want to boo me in the chat that's fine but this is why i personally think that microsoft is going to win the generation besides having the power which they clearly have the power they have the price okay the price regardless again this system may not be for you and that's fine the series s may not be this this is you know this is not the console you're looking for move along right fine but it's for somebody and it's for the same somebodies that sport a playstation 4 and buy one or two three four maximum games per year and again microsoft didn't plan this it just so happens the world took a shit the same year that they're putting all of this stuff into Xbox Game Pass and they have the cheapest console, the cheapest next generation console of all time, OPS, by the way, right? Yeah. But here is the caveat to all of that shenanigans. When you look at Sony from 2013 to 2017, their first party output was at a minimum. Wasn't piss poor. It was at a minimum. Like some people didn't like the order 1886. I freaking loved it. Right. In that, in that three, three year block, the pickings were slim. They were real, real slim. And what did Sony do? Sony got on the backs of indies, got on the backs of third party, and rode that until they were able to get their first party bangers out. Well, it just so happens, Mag, and I want you to elaborate on this. When you look at what Microsoft has coming to the table, let's let's just let's let's break out the blueprint, Mag. Yeah. In the next couple of years, Microsoft appears that they're packing Xbox Game Pass with third-party stuff. They're dropping money bags at everyone's house because they want to ride these third-party deals until what comes out. Well, here's the blueprint. Halo Infinite coming next year, probably. Holiday next year. Hellblade 2, Forza Motorsport, Avowed, Fable, Everwild, Perfect Dark, Stave the K3, and, and this is... We don't even know what other third-party, I mean, first-party games from some of the studios that that you know that they haven't talked about on top of acquisitions that we don't know about, right? Mm -hmm. So 
all of these major first party bangers because every one of those every one of these games is a banger that i don't care what you say we've seen them and we've seen some 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 glimpses of what these games are going to be and they're all going to be freaking triple a bangers this is a very similar recipe they could have ripped the page right out of the sony playbook and seem to have been putting this into play what are your thoughts on microsoft potentially not only winning on price and power mm -hmm. but when they need the first party games they will be there okay so what you're everything that you just said absolutely correct now what they're doing is they're taking the page straight out of sony's book they look like they're doing the exact same game plan which worked for sony last generation and but at the same time instead of having two or three weak years it looks like maybe just the one year and i don't think that that was initially their plan but again the world went to hell and things got pushed back a bit i mean look at hollywood right now hollywood was supposed to release wonder woman six times already and they keep pushing it back <laughs> yes. right so what what's what's happening here i think that phil's original vision was let's do what sony did on steroids so instead of let's do third party stuff Let's put third-party uh, games and deals and all and all kinds of and all those kind of acquisitions into Game Pass, and then at the same time, let's start hammering people with that big first-party sledgehammer and and start banging out game after game after game. And I think that they were going to do exactly that. So there was going to be no breaks and no weakness in the armor. Now. I'm going to go off road here for a second because there's something nobody's mentioned yet, but I am going to mention, and this is actually going to tie right into where I think uh, Xbox is going to be going in the near future um, in terms of success. We have not missed anything. You've covered basically all the bases except for one base, xCloud. Yes. The thing is, people do not sleep on the power of and the messaging that xcloud is going to bring to the table the ability to play everything not just xbox first party has to offer okay on game pass without even having to purchase any device other than a controller is remarkable it is not getting enough attention and i know why i understand why i mean this you know you know where the spotlight is the spotlight is on the consoles the spotlight is on you know uh series x and Series S versus PS5. That's where that's where it is right now. This is kind of sitting on the back burner. But you know what? It won't be on the back burner for very much longer because when it starts getting out there and people start talking about it, you watch what's going to happen. Okay? And we all know that, that, that you know what's going on. But you know, when they start showing up on Samsung TVs as an app, for example, or people start seeing you play uh, Yakuza on the train, or maybe. <laughs> cyberpunk on your lunch break at work like i said yeah. maybe okay there will be a monumental paradigm shift yes. on not only xbox's public perception of accessibility into the ecosystem but also a shift in mind share because ps5s will be in the home we get that it'll be in my home it'll be in your home boom but yes. you ain't taking them to work Right. Okay. And you're not taking it on the train. In this case, with XCloud, people will be seeing it for themselves. And that's worth more than a thousand positive words about the PS5. Because yeah. a console that's not in front of people, you know, let's say you have two buddies talking to work. Hey, how awesome is the PS5? Oh, it's awesome. But you'd have to come over and check it out or have to go check it out for yourself on YouTube or something. Just take my word for it. <laughs> okay. But how about this? 
hey, dude, how awesome is Xbox Game Pass? And you turn around and be like, it's right here. Take a look. Mm-hmm. And you've got it right in your hands. People that people is- are going to lose their mind when they see something and- like Avowed oh, yeah. or Forza Motorsport or exactly. Hellblade 2 running on your handheld phone. And you know how many people that don't even know Xbox uh, Cloud exists? Sorry, Cyber, what were you saying, brother? No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, I was I was just gonna say I've already I've done that already at work because yeah, I was in the beta. So people are, are are wild. They're just like, Yeah, are you I was, playing, I was in the are you playing of... Halo? I was mm-hmm. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's I was playing uh um I was playing uh, Forza Horizon four at the uh, the ten, one of the I think it was the Orlando airport when I was coming back from Disney earlier this year before you know uh, everything went to hell. And you should have seen the people crowding around me going, What is that? And they had no idea, and they were gamers, and they had no idea what was going on. And I was showing them all that. So, so you see what I'm saying? That is where it's going to have a big shift. Now, I'm going to agree with your assessment somewhat. Okay, okay. I mean, listen, everyone's um, with, free to make their own choice, yeah. brother. Uh, here, I'm going to agree with it somewhat. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a seesaw process, okay? So just hear me out. But the PS5 selling more than Xbox will eventually happen in the grand global scheme of things. That's the way I see it. I think it'll happen in the same fashion as the PS3 360 area. I mean, if you go down the list of what happened with the 360 and the PS3, everything up to this point is almost bang on. It's like history is repeating itself. Now, Xbox is going to sell huge this gen, okay? At $299 for that Series S, some, not all, PS5 users and PS4 users, they're going to buy it as a secondary console to play Game Pass and at least keep current with the future Xbox ecosystem. But to buy an Xbox outright over the PS5 because of price and power, that's not going to sway as many gamers as one would think, especially if you like the PlayStation ecosystem, your friends are on there, uh, you have Mm -hmm. your digital games on there, you aren't switching outright. Now, you're most likely to do what I said. You get an Xbox S as a secondary console where Xbox is going to gain the most ground, and this is huge, is the casual market, which, of course, you touched on. Because parents, kids, and casuals, three words for you guys, price (laughs) is king. Yes. Okay? Look at it from a parent's point of view who's not a gamer, let's say, okay? Or a mom or whatever, or a dad, or they're not gamers or whatever, and their kids want something. Why would they even consider spending $500 for either console when you can spend $200 less and play all the exact same games? And at the same time, you don't even have to buy half the games because then you have Game Pass coming with it. They'll be like, yeah, that's okay. 15 bucks. We can handle that. Mm -hmm. And then they get access to hundreds of games now, if you include EA in there. Now, you you know, you're like your Call of Duties and everything else. Yeah, okay, you have to buy those. But you know what? It's not a big deal because half of the time you're going to be playing Fortnite, which is free to play. I mean, I can name at least a dozen people in my life right now who are picking up a Series X for exactly that reason. Now, here, here's the seesaw. Here's where Sony's going to come in. Down the road, when their prices come down and the big bangers start coming out, that's when the PS5s are truly, besides outside of the hardcore, okay, outside of the hardcore, that's when they're truly going to start flying off the shelves. I mean, let's also face the fact that there are countries out there that simply will not buy American products, okay? So let's not lie to ourselves. We know this is true. So Sony will always have that leg up. And, of course, one other wild card is xCloud reaching those traditional Sony markets via yes. mobile devices and et cetera, yep. right? Like your South Korea's, like your Japan, like your China, 
Okay, those places who would never even consider a console, but now they have access. And that's what, you know, but that's a whole other, you know, can of worms there. But at the same time, so all in all, the way I'm looking at this right now, Xbox is going to keep pace. And in some cases, instances, I'm telling you, they're going to outsell the PS5. There's going to be a lot of NPDs where it's going to be Xbox, 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 Xbox. But in the end, just like what I'm saying, like the PS3, uh, 360 era overall, they're still going to be the number one console for sales. You know what? Again, everything you said is spot on. You know, Tempest Sun, I want to apologize because I think I missed you for the first topic, didn't I? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's fine, dude. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, <laughs> terrible. You know what, Tempest? I I want to bring you into this conversation. A, because I owe you a, a topic, but B, <laughs> more importantly, everything Mag said, everything that Forte said is spot on. Yeah. But the contributing factor that no one has mentioned yet, and I want you to I want you to run with this because I saw your your interaction with that knucklehead on Twitter. My God, that guy was a bit of a boob. <laughs> I he, listen. We know price. We know power. We know value. Microsoft has it in spades. And if you're a Sony person, you have to tip your cap to what Phil Spencer has done. But there is one other major contributing factor as to why that my theory Microsoft has already won this generation before it even starts, and that is, of course the pricing plan that only Microsoft is doing. Now, this is something Sony hasn't talked about. This is something Sony didn't even consider because they want to sell you the console. They are traditional. But Xbox All Access gives the potential buyer who in a in a market, folks, got to remember, we have to look at the big picture. I can't tell you what's going to happen five years from now. I can tell you what's going to happen right now right in today because the market is the market people are struggling financially people don't have five hundred dollars for a new playstation 5. they may not even have four hundred dollars for the playstation 5 digital but do they have three hundred dollars for the series uh for the series x well i don't know but i tell you what they do have thirty five dollars if you want an X and $25 a month, if you want a Series S. Oh, and by the way, zero APR. Oh, yeah. Microsoft is not making a dime. And on top of $35 a month, if you want to get the big boy or you just want to have something nice for your kids underneath the tree that's new and next generation, for $25 a month, you're getting two years of Project X Cloud. Project uh, your Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live for $25 a month, zero APR. Mm-hmm. This is the X Factor pun totally intended. What What are your thoughts on my theories and what are yours, Tempest? Mine actually align with yours uh, perfectly uh, under two conditions. Um, one is uh, people know about it. Uh, Microsoft has to hammer this home. In fact, I think when they start doing their overall marketing, I think they should market it as 25 bucks a month or no money or, you know, no upfront payment, whatever, or 35 bucks for the series X. 
I mean, I guess they could put the overall price of the consoles on there, but if if that's the route they're going to take, they should just advertise it as 25 bucks a month. Now, that more than anything, when people see the commercials, especially if they're plastered everywhere, they're going to be like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? You know, they're going to look into it. And the second thing is if the credit part of things, if the credit check is too steep or too strict, this whole thing is pointless. Uh, right. You know, like, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't know the ins and outs of that stuff, but if you need like a 700 credit score to get this thing, first of all, I don't think this is who that's for anyways, you know, if you have like a great credit score, but they just can't be too steep. You know, this, I think this purchasing plan is for the power of an individual, a, a mom and dad, a grandma, whatever, to go into a store or just somebody thinking they want one, not sure. And then when they go to purchase the thing, somebody's just like, oh, hey, you know, do you want to do this on the credit plan? You know, and they'll, if, if the, the, uh, the person, you know, signing you out is, uh, or checking you out, you know, knows anything about it, they should tell you the details. And, uh, if you're approved, you walk out of there for 25 or $35. Also on that note, I find it outrageously interesting that the series X, we could sit here and say $25 all day long, but most, I think a lot of people, unless they really don't care about power, they're just going to see a $10 difference between the series. And they're going to go for the big one. Yes. They're going to go for the big one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, Agreed. It, and it is a better, it is a better product. The series S is out of this world. Crazy cool for 300 bucks. But at the end of the day, the series X is the big dog. So a lot of people are probably going to end up going home with that series X, you know? Um, also, I think, uh, see wh what I'm about to say is, <clears throat> I think roles are almost reversed this time because as yeah. far as I know, Xbox is going to hit everywhere. Yes. Global launch. And they want to hit it hard, especially in like Japan. I think they're going to put more of an effort this time around intelligently this time around, even more than the 360. They tried it in the 360, but they tried to brute force it. You know, I think this time around, they're going to be a bit more smart about things because they have stuff like X cloud, you know, um, and they have, they have a game pass in, in Japan, right? Um, yes. they have like their own version of it. So there's a, a lot more uh, intelligent things, how they can try to capture that market. Um, but they're going to hit everywhere globally. Uh, when you look at some of the rumors, and as I said, Sony isn't telling us stuff. So we don't know almost anything still. We really don't. We we have so little information about the PlayStation 5. It's kind of absurd. I mean, we know we can blow into the controller and that there's like adaptive <laughs> triggers and stuff like that. We know that. We know the, the basic you know specs, the S SSD, all that stuff. But the only, the biggest rumor is, one, they're getting hammered on the price of their parts. And yes, that's correct. They might, they might try to tackle America before anywhere else. Yeah, we're, he we're hearing that they're going to focus on the U.S. Uh, region first. And then obviously Japan is not supposed to get their first uh, PS5 until after Christmas and a few of the other regions yeah. uh, very late December. So, that, yes, there might that, be trouble. I mean, that might be out of their realm of control. If it is, it's still kind of their fault, honestly. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, that's crazy to me. And, and that, to me, above everything else, price, you know, launch lineup, whatever, um, I just think that would be the biggest mistake. And uh, if you remember... The Xbox One had a staggered launch. The PlayStation yes. did not. They dominated the other markets. And, you know, relatively speaking, Xbox was very close to PlayStation in America. 
did very, very well in America and other regions. It was, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, out in Europe, I, I don't yeah, know. I, th I think it was upwards of uh, a six to one in Europe. Yeah. That's, that's insane. So yeah. uh, like I said, role reversal, uh, I don't know. It's nuts. I, I, I think you could be onto something, but at the end of the day, Xbox cares because they're doing like all access. They're just trying to give everybody a way to get on their service. Right. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, you were talking about, uh, you know, a staggered launch for, 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 uh, for Microsoft. They, the, 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 the Xbox all access program is launching in 12 countries. Mm. Yeah. 12 countries. That is monster. If you think about it. Oh Yeah. It's insane, dude. And I also the other thing is uh, I, I saw a little bit of like good news, I guess. And it came from uh, uh, Z Huge or Daniel Ahmed, I think his name is. He was saying mm -hmm. that like they're going to be uh, using air freight to get the PS5s over here. But the overwhelming majority of like the quote unquote rumors and they're just rumors because once again, we don't know anything. <laughs> Sony hasn't said anything. Um, the rumors are there's limited stock. Yes. So availability might be huge. And, um, you know, if these consoles are out at that, at the price tag of the, the S and the X, they're not going to stay on shelves. No. They're going to mm -hmm. get caught up. And uh, you could be, and this, the PS5 is going to sell as well. Don't get me wrong. That's going to be leaving the shelves as soon as they get on there, too. But if you're selling them two to one just through availability, you could be right, boom. I mean, they could possibly sell. But at the end of the day, I don't think Microsoft cares. <laughs> they, they literally, they're giving you everything they have on PC. You know, I mean, they just want you on their service. They don't care if you bought a new Samsung phone and you never touch one of their consoles. If you sign on to, uh, to Game Pass and you sign up for Game Pass Ultimate, you're one of their customers. Yeah, you're a check mark, and that's what they care about. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and great point. Listen, Cyber Knox, before I bring you into the conversation, let me just catch up with some of these super chats. There's been quite a few of them. We have Bounty Boom drops an outstanding $5 super chat. Thank you for being here, brother. And thank you for your generosity. It's no matter what it is, I can't, I can't wait to play more games, have more games, and I don't have to spend an extra dime. Thank you, Phil. Uh, Phil Spencer, Xbox, and Phil Spencer. I mean, yeah, I mean that, that's a, that's a great point. That is a fantastic point. We also have the Trigger Man who drops a two dollars super chat and says, uh, "PS fans can play uh, free to play games without a paywall." PS wins. I see why they call you the Trigger Man, but okay. Thank you for your generosity, brother, and thank you for listening. Uh, we also have. Um, Bounty Boom drops another outstanding five dollars super chat and says, "I think think about this." It is not 2013, it's 2020. And back then, a lot of people wanted to play single player. Uh, now everybody's playing online multiplayer. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a strong point. And Bonty Boom, my goodness, dude, he drops an outstanding and additional $10 Super Chat and says multiplayer is the thing to do with the next generation coming out. I love single player games, but I'm telling you, multiplayer is going to be pushing it, and Sony doesn't have a lot of multiplayer exclusives. And that is a absolute fact. We have Keith J dropping a very generous $5 super chat. Oh, man, I just lost it. Hold on a sec. Just a second. 
Okay, I'm sorry about that. This chat is flying. Keith J says, no questions today. Just wanted to continue to support a cool and down-to-earth guy and the, in the gaming community, Mr. Boom. Well, dude, thanks. That, that is awesome of you to say. Thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate the compliment. But more importantly, of course, I appreciate you being here and your generosity. And we have a good friend of the show, Mariano Pampa drops an outstanding $10 super chat. says, hey, Boom, you guys think if Sony goes low enough, don't think they are. Will change. Will Xbox change their prices? Great show, awesome panel. Always enjoy hearing everyone's opinion. Well, thanks, dude, for being here. You know, it's funny you say that because people were wondering why Microsoft worded the 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 not the you know four ninety nine manufacturer's price. I they think Microsoft could be petty and they can do it. They, I mean, they could do it they be petty and they could do it and they could drop it. But I. I just I cannot see Sony as a corporation losing $100 plus per console. They they're just not going to do that. Will they lose 50 bucks potentially? Sure. Will they lose $100? Man, I don't see that. But you know Cyber one of the things, and we've done a lot of talking so far on this particular topic, and we still, of course, have still rain to get to. But I want to save him at the end because he, when we were talking privately, he said he wanted to hear everyone's opinion, and he was going to go crazy. So we're going to let him go crazy at That's the end go. of that. that yeah, crazy. But my, 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 my question to you is one of the things that people seem to downplay and gamers on the Xbox side seem to revel in excitement is backwards compatibility. It is something that's important to Microsoft. It doesn't seem to be important to, to Sony because obviously the PlayStation 5 is a PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 is a PlayStation 4 and, you know, tough titty if you don't like it, right? Yeah. Now, they did say 100 games. Then it was changed to the entire catalog by the end of the generation, and that was quickly pulled. So we don't know. Now, Wednesday's coming. We, I'm assuming we're going to know something, but it doesn't seem like backwards compatibility is an important factor though it is an important factor for Microsoft. And when you think about if you were an Xbox 360 player, and let's just say, for instance, you had a lot of these discs left over when you went to the PlayStation 4. If you go out and you buy, you're a casual, and you spend, I can't, I can't afford $500. I can't afford $449, but I can afford $300. And, I, and, you, and you can find out that not only are you getting all of these new games in Game Pass, but you can play your old stuff as well. Again, value proposition goes through the roof. What are your thoughts on the overall picture of how Microsoft could have already won next Man, generation? I, oh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, everyone that already said something mentioned a little bit what I was going to talk about. If we compare both of these companies, apples to apples, at launch... Who's offering you the better deal, introducing you to the next generation? Microsoft. It's gotta, it's gotta be Xbox. Yeah. There's no question about it. You have Xbox Game Pass. You have backwards compatibility, up to three thousand games. I think at one point they said. Okay. You have the price with the Xbox Series S, and you have the power with the Xbox Series X, and you have an all-access program if you can't. Uh, afford to buy these outright and like you guys mentioned i think that um i think that when it comes to the all access program it's going to be a lot more x so than s just because people will look at that ten dollar difference and then just be like yeah for ten dollars more yeah I'll, I'll grab the most powerful console 
out here right now for next generation. But their silver bullet, and I and I agree with with Mag here, it's gonna be X Cloud because if Preach. you can't, because if you cannot afford neither one of these consoles, I bet you you can afford fifteen dollars a month. I bet yeah. you may potentially have a device that you can go ahead and you can take advantage of what Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, with over a hundred games there that you can play day and date. Xbox the X Cloud is literally releasing tomorrow, so it's yep. kind of like what Meg alluded to. The more people see this, it's gonna spread like wildfire. You're telling me that I can play this on my lunch break, on my way to work, if I'm taking like a public transportation, the train, the bus, whichever that may be. You know, if you, even if you're at home, if you have Potentially, you only have one TV in your house. You could be playing on your phone. There's the the, uh, the possibilities are endless. Now we know we're having a little issue with iOS, but you know, hopefully they'll sort that out. But don't be mistaken, price is also key. When people go um, to buy these consoles, they will see that two ninety nine, and that will be extremely appealing for them. Like yeah. this holiday. When they're going to go buy the next generation, the next Xbox, the next, they're going to be introduced into, um, you know, if you're introducing your kids into playing. Listen, $299 is a very, very enticing price. It will, intriguing price, I'm sorry. It will get people to buy this console. Now, um, if we look over, uh, do you guys remember what happened when the 1X started dropping the price? It started yep. flying off the shelves. The, <laughs> the Cyberpunk console was $299 with the game. That thing was sold out in a matter of hours. It was crazy. Price always plays a major influence when it comes to consumers. Don't let that fool you. But if we look at the PlayStation side, what is PlayStation 5 literally offering you at launch? The backwards compatibility is questionable. They said the 100 they said the the um it was gonna be the 100 games now it's just uh the most played games like it's their messaging is all over the place you know the um let's see here um the P, like ps now how would that work on the ps5 <laughs> no one right? knows no, no one, one knows, knows. you for what about vr if you have vr how would that work yeah, you got to get a dongle. You got to get a dongle. You have to get a dongle, but yeah. like, will the will your PS4 games work on your PS5 or VR? If it's not on that top 100, I mean, I'm sure their library will grow, but it's it's insane. It's it's the it's like everybody kind of uh, hinted here earlier. It's like 2013 reversed. Yes. It really is. Now, when it comes to sales for both these for both these companies, I think. That throughout the holiday and maybe a couple of months into the new year, all these consoles are gonna be very difficult to get because everyone is everyone, especially the hardcore audience, is gonna buy either one or two of these consoles. Okay. Now we're gonna start seeing that race start, you know, becoming a little bit different. You're gonna start, you're gonna start seeing one company pull out a little bit more in front of the other after I, I would say around April may summer next year and microsoft potentially has everything in their back pocket to make this work in their favor like we mentioned before they have they have the value proposition on their ecosystem like once you get into the once you get into the xbox ecosystem 
in my opinion, it becomes very difficult to leave. I hear guys talk, and you know, I don't have a, a dog in this fight. I prefer Xbox, but I hear PlayStation guys sometimes mention um, how Xbox doesn't have X, Y, and Z. But when you hear them complain about a game, oh, yeah, I finished that game. So statistically, they're complaining all the time, but they're finishing these games that they're calling garbage games, you know? So it, it, it's it's hypocritical. So at the end of the day, I think it's going to be very difficult for um for for Sony to put out a good message and 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 make an argument for why you should buy their console at launch. Now they will maybe have Spider Man. They still haven't said anything on it. But besides that, what are they going to tell you? What you're going to be all the games that are releasing our release our uh, third party games are also coming to with the exception of godfall are also going to come to the xbox so xbox has a very good shot price is going to be key especially with the difficult times that we're all going through right now and i think xbox just has made a much better argument than sony has for you know the the past few months now yeah, you know what, dude? I mean, again, it, it, really strong points. I think everyone has completely knocked it out of the park. And again, listen, I am not in, in any sh- shape or form suggesting that Sony is going to f- be a failure. They're going to have amazing games. Spider-Man, amazing. Ratchet and Clank, amazing. I cannot wait to see what the other their other first party. You know how I feel about their first party. I love it. But when you talk about generations, when you talk about starting with a rocket on your back when Sony seems to be walking to the to, to the starting line with a cane. It, it, it Again, you don't got to be a rocket scientist here to figure out who's going to win this race. Boom. But, Can I just add one more thing? Please uh, go today. ahead. I add I'm sorry about that. that. I'm going to add one more thing. This generation, you've seen digital sales skyrocket. Okay, yes. skyrocket now. I think it, the the it, it's become 70, 30, or it could be even more it, than it's that. Ridiculous. Now. Yeah. 70% people are playing digital. On Xbox, you know what you're gonna get with your games. You know you're gonna be able to play your digital library. Now it, it it's carrying over with you through generations. And we we've hinted this and we talked about this before in the podcasts. Um on on PlayStation 5. That's a very you don't know you don't know what's gonna happen to to your whole digital library, you don't know it can potentially be there yes but Sony has had the history of just telling fans what they want to hear at the moment. You mentioned this earlier, Broom. They were all about the indies before, all about the indies, third parties. What did Sony say a couple years ago? We're not gonna focus on indies anymore. <laughs> We're yep. gonna focus on like they'll they'll say whatever they need to say, so they can you know uh, make their fan base happy or whatever they they think that their fan base wants to hear at that moment. So your digital library is something that's gonna play a major role too. And I think when um, somebody goes to the stores or they're speaking to a representative, maybe for taking uh, you know uh, elaborate a little bit more on this. They may ask, "Hey, is my are my games coming with me? Or are, can I play my digital well, that's library?" The people ask all the time, all the time, right? So if yeah. people ask that, what can you tell them about? You know, Xbox. You can say, "Oh yeah, your games are coming. You'll be able to play with them, no problem." What can you say about the PlayStation? You don't know. 
It's questionable. Well, yeah, that's what I do tell people. I said, well, it's kind of Lua. It's always people always ask, like, can I use my old controllers? Can I use my um can oh, I take yeah, my peripherals? Game that's you? another thing, man. Yeah. And I was like, Well, you can use your PlayStation 4 controllers on PlayStation 4 games. Well, can I take my play- so all my PlayStation 4 games will work? I said, uh, they there some of them will. We 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 are they I on the top one hundred? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I always tell people it's like it's like hit or miss. I was like, pretty much, pretty much anything that's probably released in the last couple of years will probably work but sony hasn't given us a list of what will work compared to xbox we know what we bought will work on the next system no matter what so you don't have to worry about that your accessories um they came out with uh they came out with a blog post that talked about all the third-party accessories that will still work so when it comes Mm -hmm. to that microsoft has completely been forward-facing with stuff like that so it's easy to have that conversation with guests to tell them what's going to work and what's not going to work on PlayStation side is like, huh, we know some of it will. We just don't know what. And and hopefully that gets answered on Wednesday. For some reason, I don't think it will. I think that will still be uh, something that will still be holding back. But if you want to if you want to talk about like going back to the prediction that Boom said about Xbox winning the generation, mm-hmm. um, the one thing I will add to that is the fact that they have all access and nobody else does. And, oh yeah, I agree. And all access and 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 this is and it's the thing. Some people when they hear it, they say, "Oh, but they tried that last generation and didn't work." I was like, "Yeah, but they only tried it in Microsoft stores." Let's be for real. Who shops yeah. in a Microsoft store like that? Nobody. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Yeah. It's like it, you, when you think Microsoft store, it's not like you walk by the Microsoft store and you think it's Apple. When you walk past the Apple store, it's always busy. It's always crowded. Microsoft yeah, stores were never. Yeah, Microsoft stores were never like that. So that was where that was only available uh, available at was in Microsoft store. So now the fact that this is going to be in twelve countries, oh, it's going to be available in multiple retailers: Best Buy, Target, Walmart, GameStop. Uh, online on Amazon, you it's gonna be it's gonna be so easy for you to get into that ecosystem by just having a debit card or credit card on file because that's wow. literally all it is. All you do is no month it's it's a monthly payment. You literally don't have to run a credit. You just gotta have basically a debit or credit card to say this that is where this money's coming from. Yeah, you know what, Forte? I I just kind of want to piggyback on to what you're saying because you see. You said something very interesting, and we have breaking news here that Mag was just talking about, folks. And I mm, think Sony's yeah. in big trouble. We, we're gonna we're gonna mm. get Sony, but before we get to mm. that, oh my god, we got to get mm. Steel Rain. But here here's oh. the thing: you said Microsoft. You said you said oh. the Microsoft stores. Well, yes. Let, let, let's look at who their quote unquote partners are at this. Right, Amazon, mm-hmm. biggest retailer in the world. Yeah. Right. Microsoft stores, if you want to use them, by all yeah, means, if you want to use them, right? One in every state. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is great. Um, I, I love the fact that we can have comedy and levity with the uh, with the show. Target, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy, folks. Do you understand? Listen, I have said this about Phil Spencer before, and I'm going to say it live on the air because I know Phil's listening. Phil, listen, brother, you need someone in marketing. I'm your man. I'm your man. I'm 50. I'm at 50 in a couple of weeks. <laughs> but I, there's, a, there's still a lot of wag in this tail for this old bastard. So give me a hire. Um, he painted this picture when he got hired and no one believed him. Yeah. No one saw the vision in his head but Phil. And for good reason, because it's Phil's vision. 
But when you put all of these pieces together right before a launch during COVID and they can still pull this off, it is seems it seems as if they might have. And again, I, I said it before and, I'll, and I'm going to stick to it. I think that they have drawn a line in the sand and it's one that Sony is not going to be able to. To cross, and we're going to get into that in a second because I, 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 Kirby Louise just dropped an outstanding ten dollar super chat. I will read Kirby Louise. Thank you for your generosity, and more importantly, thank you for being here. I'm going to read your super chat, but not just yet because what you, what you have dropped here, is show stopping. And I want to, I want to at least get our guests' opinion on this. But we have, we have a funny one from Sikio Yumi who became a channel member last week. So thank you for that. They drop a $2 super chat and says, careful, with all access, non-payment, they, they will take a kidney. Well, let's... <laughs> Sean Murray, a very good friend of the show, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, guys, what do you think about Sony fans wanted Xbox to make Xbox Live free so Sony will follow and make PSN free? I still think there's a chance, folks, that, that Xbox Live is going to be free. That's just my opinion. But again, it's something that we're going to cover. But listen, Steel Rain, I saved you hmm. for the end because I wanted us to kind of build this bridge for you. Okay. Now, obviously, this is the first time you're on this program. This is a very okay. forgiving audience. This is a very easy, laid-back kind of a show. I want you to take this ball run across the, the across the scrimmage and score the touchdown you've you've heard everyone's opinion you've heard mm. xbox game pass you've heard power you've heard price you've heard messaging you've heard marketing you've heard backwards compatibility do you agree or disagree that microsoft has set themselves up to potentially win next generation and in a way sony may have not given them enough credit and maybe arrogant sony got their tail cut off honestly boom if we really want to be real with the situation especially according to this breaking news that we just got i think there's about to be a big change that's about to happen in the industry because just like mag has said earlier what a lot of people don't think about and honestly they don't think about it is x cloud x cloud is about to take over the industry and and as people know it it's about to become something that's more so relevant it's like the iphone you just know about it because it's what other service can you really compare to that? Stadia is not ever going to, let's be honest, Stadia is not going to get to that point. No. And 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 even if it does, it's already going to be behind Microsoft. So it's already in Microsoft's court. They're already up by 30. Who else is keeping up with them at this point? Mm -hmm. Now, if we really want to dig deep into it, again, my biggest thing, what I and I know a lot of people don't get it because, you know, we tend to be hardcore gamers. That's why. That's why I want to speak also for the consumer, also because, like, Forte is he works at a GameStop. You know, I have myself have 15 years of customer service experience. I know what people are looking for. I yeah. have an idea of what the common person is going to be looking for, especially in the gaming. You said yeah. when Xbox dropped Game Pass, Game Pass in itself, yeah, it was weak at first, but guess what? It's constantly getting better, and you can see Xbox already said when the Xbox One dropped, that was the initial problem. Xbox is so forward thinking that we're in the digital age now, and that's exactly where we're going. All this other hard copies of anything is going to become extremely irrelevant because right. you can get ease of access from so many other devices. And Xbox has said, hey, 
look, man, we, we have a console. We have this Series X and we have this Series S. Yeah, it got leaked out, whatever you want to do it. I thought it was, I think it was genius marketing. I think somebody was just like, hey, I think I'm just going to hit the button today. <laughs> and the guy was just like, send it. And it feels like, yeah, man, I, did, I didn't know what the hell happened. I just, what, why not? That's genius marketing. But it seems the same play that Sony does. They just do it so much from an art of war perspective. They do. But, and, 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 yeah. and that's okay. Because I expect for Sony to do that. That's the problem also. People want to have such a big console war over plastic. You're not a PC gamer. And that's okay. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about console gaming. If we're talking about what you can get out of a small box for $300, if we look into the past, the last, every, it seems like it's been a, let me pull, it, pull this up real quick. It seems it's been, a, it's, it's been something that's been constant over the generation. As we kind of, we kind of want to look back a little bit, the Xbox One S, when they, when they dropped that was $299 in that generation. Right? right, the Xbox One X was four ninety nine in that generation. So, boom! Already, already then, I feel like Microsoft was setting you up for that that difference. If you just want something to play a game, stream, play Madden every once in a while, like people say, like the casual gamers do, play two K, maybe uh, maybe every now and then you want to hop on a Destiny game. Sure, that's what that's there for. But if you want the power. Like Xbox had delivered. You want the power. You want 4K. You want the possibility to play in 60 frames per second because that's something else I feel like people really don't understand. Yep. No, casual gamers don't care about frames right now because they don't understand. They have a feeling of it from certain games, and that's why they say, oh, man, yeah, that game feels great. But that's not what it is. So you're already pulling them right there. I don't understand why people are seeing it as, uh, as acceptable that Sony can come out and say, okay, we're going to have Spider-Man come out at a 4K 60 performance mode. Or there's going to be a performance mode for 60 frames. So 1440, 60. Uh, there's going to be some upscaling, some meshing. What, what, are we really, what are we really doing? Why do I, at this point, with what we're getting out of these next generation of consoles, 60 frames per second has to be the minimum. Not It doesn't have to be a performance mode. It should be what is minimum coming out of these consoles. Whether it's at 1080p, because uh, again, with the new technology that we have in these consoles, <laughs> the common consumer is going to be like, oh man, that's that's fantastic. That is the greatest box in I have ever seen in my life. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, that's exactly what they're gonna do because they're not gonna tell the difference. The same way they're not telling the difference now. The hard the only people that are really arguing about what is what we're doing is in the next generation is the hardcore. Yeah, everybody here for four hundred fifty yeah, people it. here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and, that, and that's it. And that, but that's okay. But that's what gaming's about. And I don't understand why people feel like because of the accessibility through Xbox All Access, like everybody has stated, and it's y'all just stated so many great points. Uh, and I'm glad you guys have said them because I would have ran on a rant for about an hour about it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I want people to understand, I'm not fanboying over this. I'm not an Xbox fanboy. Well, no, I, you're I, excited I play, because, you, yeah, you're just you're excited. Nothing wrong with that. Just, right, right. No, no, understandably. But people take it that way. When you speak too well on one console, the other console, oh, that's the console that you rep. No, man. I The reason I play Xbox is because the service is better over here. That's just what it is. It's kind of like Apple in the sense. Why people like Apple, oh, it's, the, it's just easier over here. But Microsoft just kind of takes care of me. They, they take care of me better. 
They give me Game Pass. They give me these games, these multiplayer games, especially. I don't have to deal with server breakers. I don't have to deal with, tell me the last time that Microsoft had an issue with their consumer base getting their accounts hacked into. No, it hasn't let, happened. Let me know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so maybe a server goes down for a day or two. Sure. That's the most that's ever happened. But three times, what is it? Three, three times that it's happened on the Sony side? Come on, man. We're, what are we really talking about? We're talking about value, and that's what Microsoft is bringing to the table. And as we're going into these next generation consoles, and what if this room, if this is this rumor is true, Sony is in for a rude awakening. And yeah, we're that Series S is is going to stomp all over Xbox. Well, I mean, you know uh, what? That's, over for Xbox. Yeah, it's it's well. Again, I I have a feeling. I mean, listen, we have heard rumors that the production of both of these consoles started at the end of April. We have heard rumors. I've heard a personal rumor. Someone actually sent me some documentation, which I will not obviously disclose what they've sent and who they are for you know purposes that I will not speak on in the air. That Microsoft paid uh, extra money for uh, for for their consoles to be made. Apparently, they they spent more money than they should have to make sure that the console production was going to be up to par. Apparently. I mean, again, there were some people in the community, including myself, that said, could they launch a Series X and S at the same time during COVID? Well, when you have a bottomless pit of uh, of a bank account, you can spend the money to do that, and you have to spend money to make money, and apparently they spent it. So getting back to Kirby Louise's very generous $10 Super Chat, here is the breaking news that we're going to discuss for the remainder of the show. Breaking news. Apparently, Sony is cutting PlayStation 5 production by 4 million units due to bad SoC yields. And they say, I knew 2.23 gigahertz on a CPU was a terrible idea. Most GPUs won't boot at that speed, let alone run games. So hold on a sec. Let me just catch up on them. Nightwolf3186, a very generous friend of the show, drops an outstanding $10 super jet and says, first off, glad you were able to make it. Tempest, once again, boom, assembles his Avengers. Thanks, dude. That's really awesome of you to say. Tight panel. All of you keep up what you do. Thank you for all your passion and continued support in this community. Well, dude, that is amazing of you to say, and we are very happy to be here each and every Monday night because, yes, this is the Avengers, and I am Captain America because that's who I always aim to be in real life, except I understand he's a comic book character, but that's how I conduct myself, and these are my Avengers for sure, but listen, I want to go to Tempest Sun because you are someone as a PC guy, and I saw you—you you had you, you were chuckling. Could again, folks, this is a topic that was not on the not on the ballot. I am taking the predictions PlayStation Five event on Wednesday, which I think is going to be canceled now potentially because of this breaking news. Tempest, if they're cutting. 4 million units from their their launch of, of of the new PlayStation 5 could we see the unbelievable back-breaking announcement that the console has been delayed until 2021 because of this bad SOCs we could see a red ring of death kind of a situation with the PlayStation 5 my god roles have that. been reversed <laughs> oh. God, they do not want that. 
I mean, during the show, just seeing that tweet pop up, <laughs> I was like, and oh, by the way, that that is from a Sony fan. Well, why don't you tell the people who that came from? Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Ahmed. I mean, he's um, uh, I think he leaks a bunch of Chinese uh, news, um, I guess, Japanese. He posted a Japanese article. Uh, so it came from Bloomberg, uh, I guess, Jap- you know, Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. This is uh, I'm guessing this is accurate this is fact it's coming from bloomberg i mean they got a pretty freaking fantastic track record uh so i i don't know man uh a lot of people thought that the 2.23 gigahertz was uh was really high you know um they were going a different route than what microsoft was going and i tell you i didn't dude you know i actually didn't expect this because of how freaking gigantic the ps5 is (laughs) i just through sheer size alone you know, <laughs> I thought that they would be able to like just get the heat out of there. I mean, I don't even know if it has to do with heat, but I'm guessing it is. I, I'm, I'm thinking these things are burning up. I mean, I, I don't know for sure. Don't well, we heard that rumor months and months ago that they were. Remember, people were were saying that hey, every for every uh, PS5 that shipped, they're going to send you. It's going to come with a block of ice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's Ooh. one there's one person that watches your show. His name is uh, PS5. Will ship with a bag of ice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think. yeah, every time I make a comment, it kills me. Um, no, I tell you what, this isn't um, Daniel Med, the very same guy that broke the news. He. He said, listen, 11 million units is still big for a launch, right? But um, the key thing is we both know the Series S, Series X, and both versions of the PS5 are going to fly off the shelf for the first year. They're just going to sell out. You know, No matter if they have games or not, they're going to sell. That is just all there is to it. The thing he said in the follow-up tweet is what's really going to hurt him is the resupply in 2021. And like I said just in the previous segment, it's availability. So, I mean, you know, 4 million is a lot of units, a lot of units <laughs> that didn't work out. That's uh, just the, the, the cost alone. I, that's, uh, they gotta be, I, mean, I don't know, dude, this, it shocked me. It, it absolutely shocked me. I, oh my God, I, I'm almost speechless. I don't know what to say. That's, um, is it the end of the world for him? No, but you have to ask yourself, why aren't they working? You know, why? Well, is- here, 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 here. What, what I want to bring up because you, you brought up something very uh, fantastic to the point of contention here. Okay, the original Bloomberg report, if you remember, mm-hmm. said that Sony was only going to have five to six million consoles by the end of the fiscal year which mm-hmm. was March 31st, 2021. Mm-hmm. And I said, holy shit, I'm a, a nervous wreck. I'm not getting a PS5, let alone because I'm giving one away. Where am I going to get a PS5 to give away? Because I'll get that first before I even get my own, make sure that anyone that wins that is going to get their PS5. And I was concerned. And then about five weeks later, Bloomberg does another report and says, Sony is amping up production and they should have anywhere between 10 and 11 million units available by the end of the fiscal year. Now, that's still not a lot of units if you're looking to do a worldwide launch. Now, if they had 11 at launch, they can hit the worldwide. But if you only have 4 to 5 million, who do you focus on first, right? So yeah. now, so now 
The third report from Bloomberg suggests that 4 million consoles are rendered useless because of a bad SOC. Dude. Wow. That's a lot of money. Just Oh, man. I... It's just, and if you're expecting a 299, I saw someone post on Twitter yeah, that uh, that they're going to have a 299 uh, uh, digital and a 399 disc. I saw Good that, luck, dude. Charlie Brown. More like four, 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 549, 499 based on this. They're not going to eat 4 million costs. I mean, 4 million units that have gone into the garbage yeah, and have to no be way. reworked on top of giving every every PlayStation gamer a $200 discount yeah. on their new console. No, no way. Kirby Louis, uh, who's the developer, said he he's said basically the silicone manufacturing has to be very, very perfect for all 36 CUs. So if something is slightly mm. off, they got to trash it, I guess. And I, I don't know, you man. Know, yeah, I mean, it just sounds like it sounds like bad news. I mean, this is Sony. They have they have fans that will buy dirt from them. You know, Sony branded dirt. So I mean, they're gonna be. They're I pre-ordered like, that dirt template. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boom! You actually touched on something now that it kind of got me thinking. You sure. think that this setback will actually cut into Sony's hmm. plan? Yeah. To lower the cost of, 100%. of their PS5, right? One hundred percent. If they wanted to be competitive with Microsoft, then potentially and maybe put the all digital at three ninety nine, maybe they'll go up again. I uh, listen. I, I honestly, I don't know. I I, I couldn't yeah. honestly say. I, I have to say though, four I, million I, units I, is a lot, man. I, I will say that they can't delay this console. They can't delay it too much. I mean, some people are speculating when it's going to launch. It has to launch no later than like a week, week and a half after the Xbox. They're not delaying it. I <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. so you know, I threw it in the chat. <laughs> the uh, the Z huge. Um, uh, if you want to click on it, I, I, I threw up on the, I threw it up on the screen so you can see what we're talking about. Daniel Ahmad, also known as uh, as a Z huge EX on Twitter, just dropped this. So if you if you if you again, we're not picking on Sony folks. This is breaking news live on the air. It very rarely happens. Um, and here we go. Um, I listen. There have been circles that I run in that we've talked behind the scenes, and I would never say this publicly because I had no idea that mm. there, there was a chance that Sony could delay their PlayStation 5. My God, this could be it, and this could be the straw that broke the camel's back because, again, if you have to, if you have to dump 4 million consoles and those consoles were already made and their release is supposed to be, again, hypothetically, the 19th of November... We are only a couple of weeks. Of, well, well, how, how many? What are we from that? What six, eight, seven weeks away? How would they Most, be able yeah. to do it? I don't know. It doesn't look good. But you no. know what? Let me let, let me get Mag into the conversation here. But before yeah. I do, Mag, let me just catch up some of these amazing super chats. First of all, Gamer by Choice shows his outrageous generosity with a twenty dollars super chat. Says, "Boom, your show is awesome." Well, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. He says, "I catch you every week." Great panel and great show as always. I hope you. I hope to get an Xbox Series X at launch. Maybe PlayStation Five after they fix the SOC issues. I mean, that's going to be a running thing. Mariano Pampa shows his generosity once again with an additional five dollars super chat and says, "That's been my concern. Uh, my con- uh, 
That's been my concern is PS5 cooling. How is how is this being cooled? Are we getting another jet engine? Now potential red ring of death. I mean, listen, I, I misspoke. I, I believe it was um Sikyo Yumi actually confirmed that it's it wouldn't be a red ring of death situation. It was it, but but it's it's bad. Let's just say that. AJ Harris is here. Thanks for hanging out. He drops an outstanding two dollar super chat and says that sign up on uh, the sign-up list on PS website making sense now. That's, wow. That's something to think about. Uh, Mag, listen, yeah. you've read it. I know that you've read it because you are an informed gamer. <laughs> what are your thoughts on four, potentially, four million PlayStation 5s literally being rendered as paperweights as of well, this show? Well, let me tell you something. When I walked into this show tonight... I had a laundry list in my head of what I wanted to see this Wednesday for the uh, the, the 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 Sony reveal, and of course, you know what's coming up and and uh, and everything else for launch day. That this drops, and now mm -hmm. everything is out the window. And I'm like, you know what? That laundry <laughs> list. I just folded it, put it in the cupboard. What the hell's gonna happen Wednesday now if this news gets out? I don't know. This is crazy. I, they they, I, they, I they could cancel it. They could just cancel the, the show altogether. Oh, that, that is that is that is suicide if they do that. That yeah. is if they cancel this Wednesday show after announcing it after. I don't think they will do that. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't There's think they're no going to do that. I think they're going to push push forward with this. The big thing is right now is what the hell do you do with for, if if this indeed happens and you got four million uh, consoles rendered useless? What do you do with the cost of the system? Do you still eat a hundred dollars per system? You're not eating nothing. <laughs> no. Sony is not eating that. From the, we can see Shit. that from history, they're not eating that. <laughs> okay, now how about this? This is this is well, as my my good friend Billy Butcher says on the boys. Uh, it's, this is uh, this is diabolical. Yeah, <laughs> I thought of something really fun. Uh, this is crazy. Sorry, guys, but that this was is great. Insane. That was a great impression, by the oh, way. That was a good impression. Um, anyhow, in all seriousness, this is nuts. Okay, people people in the chat might crucify me for this, but I thought of something really really insane. What if? Oh God, I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to say it. What if this is somewhat by design oh that hurt me to even say it what if they can't get the what if they can't get the cost down on this system and they know that now that xbox has released their price and they can't go back on it and they can't cut the price down what if this is all part of a plan to maybe use it as some kind of a scapegoat to be able to push to 2021 and saying guys mm. Get what those is this, 007? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know it sounds nuts. This sounds like something like a super villain would say in a movie. But I mean, I'm telling you, what what if? What if? And what if they do that? In and you know what? With the consoles that they do have, they get the pre-orders from the hardcore fans, like myself. I'll still be there to get my pre-order PS5. Don't think I'm a hater. I'm I love PlayStation, and right. I'll be there day one. Same with boom. Okay, so but they know that we're gonna pay top dollar. Okay, day one adopters, hardcore fans. Wait. To avoid the delay, so at least Shoney, uh, Sony can show some face um, at launch time for against the against the against the Xbox, and then all of a sudden you come back in 2021. Let's say three four months later, you keep promising, promising. Yep, they're coming, they're coming. You know, you know, parts are a little slow right now. We're getting everything together, and then all of a sudden they're able to get some cheaper parts and able to bring that price down so that they can compete. 
You know what? Look, this is I, nuts, man. I, I, I'm. This is all off the top of I my mean, head. I mean, you, you, oh. you're talking MI6 kind of stuff is what you're breaking down live on the air over here. Hopefully, no, you don't get a knock on the door. Oh, uh, my God. Hey, hey, hey. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it all, I mean, look, all, all jokes aside, uh, right now, this is the worst case scenario for Sony um, because, like I said, my... And, and, and people don't seem to you see again. Microsoft pivoted in a way that we've never seen them move before. It was like Dancing with the Stars, what they did last week, because the leak happened on Monday. Remember, remember last week, guys, ten minutes before the show ended. Hey, leak, boom, the Series S, whatever. And they were they were left holding it, and they figured out a way to just unload or release the Kraken, so to speak, and they won the week. As a matter of and I said this before, and I'll say it live on the air once again. I have covered all of these consoles and these manufacturers and these publishers since starting YouTube, all right? I make three years November 3rd. I'm not even three years into the game. I'm only doing live shows two and a half years. I have never in the history seen a leak this big not damage a corporation the way it potentially could have. They figured out a way. They're, they're, they're on the ball thinking literally saved the entire launch for them. They're, again, hats off. So that happened. The cat was out of the bag, $299, $499 with that caveat that they could logistically lower it 50 bucks if they wanted to be you know a holes right if they really wanted if they if they really thought Sony was going to come down and meet them they could go further because they're a corporation that can afford nobody wants to take a loss but they can afford to do it make it on the back end because right yeah. now they're over 15 million subscribers potentially even more than that with xbox game pass they're making money hand over fist and if you look at what the money they've made in the last couple of months mm. all of their games have been in the top 10 in steam they're making money going like like it's being printed at microsoft this particular situation that happened live on the air is bad news for sony in every way possible because they don't have backwards compatibility from what we understand they're forcing their players to move to an entire new generation that doesn't include their old games because they haven't told us they definitely don't include the peripherals right backwards compatibility out the out, out, out you know no one knows and on top of everything, price now. Microsoft has the power with the X. They have the price with the S. They have an ability to sell this console to you for $25 and $35, respectively, if you can't afford to buy the console outright. They're going to have the consoles available. They're releasing two different SKUs. Mm -hmm. Sony is in trouble. And they were in trouble before tonight's news. So now I have to go to Gaming Forte. Forte, you, 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 if you, as a manager, as someone that we respect, as someone that we are, you are our go-to numbers guy. If you thought per store Sony was going to have, let's say, a hundred and fifty PlayStation Fives, and I was going to say they're going to have fifty disc uh, disc-based ones and one hundred digital because digital they make more money on. With this news, that list might have been chopped into a th a third. Could Sony be in trouble? And could, more importantly, Forte, could they announce a delay? No, I don't think they're going to announce a delay. Okay, so could they be in trouble? 
it all it all depends on if if this gets worse than the four million that they have, then absolutely. But I think this also ties back into the narrative that we heard a week ago or a couple of weeks ago where they said that they were only releasing in certain territories like North America and certain yes. parts of Asia. I think this is like a I think this is basically the red herring that was kind of tied to that. I think, first of all, people don't realize that, yeah, they sell better in other countries, but they're in a dogfight here in the U.S. in in North America. Xbox outsold them four to like five to one in America when it came to the 360 generation. The reason mm. Xbox, the reason they want to come here first, especially if you're going to have any type of manufacturing issues, you know you're going to sell well in your other territories, like over in Europe and stuff like in Asia and stuff. You know you're going to sell better there. But what's going to happen in America? Because there's a lot of people, like I said, those casual gamers that once they buy a system, they don't want to buy. They don't. They don't have to buy another one because it's their their it's their Madden box. It's their Call mm-hmm. of Duty box. It's their yes. third party box. They don't really care about the first party games and stuff like that. So that's the main reason why I think. I, as soon as I heard that rumor, I was like, "Oh, they're doing this just so they can make sure they have a foothold to let make sure that Microsoft doesn't run away with the with the North." Because that's pretty much what would happen if they was to like have a staggered delay and try to say we're going to just put it everywhere. That's less systems that's going to be here in America. It's going to be less systems that's going to be available in North America in general to in in order to have a worldwide launch and sit in areas that you feel like you're going to sell good in anyway. Now, does that kind of sit not sit too well with some people in other countries and stuff? most likely going to be like, well, you're favoriting another country over us just so mm-hmm. you can just get sales there. So it's kind of a game that they're going to be playing with their <laughs> with their fan base to see exactly how it's going to work out. So it doesn't it doesn't look good in either way. But I do think the fact that this is only going to supposedly by the leak, it's only going to impact them in 2021 they said they pretty much have on set on schedule for this holiday but it's going to significantly impact them in 2021 so what they're going to sell this holiday is what you're going to get so that's mm. comes that comes down to when these pre-orders do go live and i do think these pre-orders go, go they still are going to release this year due to the simple fact that they are going to air freight these which is another reason why i think this is very very serious the fact that they're saying we're ma- we're basically making these to order almost at this point. They have a really big supply of them, but that supply is going to go really fast when you're talking about um, shipping as many as they're trying to ship to certain territories and stuff. And once those are gone, you're going to be looking at probably February, March, when you'll probably get a staple amount of those back in stock for people to do. So as soon as these pre go live, don't wait. Because if you wait, you definitely ain't going to find one. If you snooze, you'll lose for sure. You ain't going to find one. So I do think they're still going to release this holiday. I do think that they're going to be fine this holiday. But the same thing that's going to impact Xbox in the beginning of next year, and Xbox is a different way, is going to be games. Like, I think the system, Xbox is going to sell just because it's the holiday, and they have Game Pass on their side. Now, what's going to happen with Xbox is what games are they going to have on offer for us going through February, March? That was going to be the key for Microsoft to like kind of, you know, stifle whatever onslaught Sony was going to have for them at the beginning of the year. Now, Sony might just have a completely different problem. They may not just have systems for you to be able to buy at that time. And Mm -hmm. if that's the case, Microsoft doesn't have a supply issue. 
people are going to buy what's available. Anybody that works in retail, people will hold out as long as they can. But guess what? People that were looking for switches, regular switches, ended up buying switch lights because, because they couldn't that was, find what was a regular available. switch. Yeah. No, that was all available. They didn't want to buy that, but that's what they ended up buying. So if you tell me that I can tell a person that, hey, what games do you play? Oh, you play Mad? You play Call of Duty? Well, you can play that on this system. Well, I really don't. I don't really know about Xbox. I've been a PlayStation person all my life. I was like, well, if you play online with your friends, hold out for a PlayStation. But if you just want to play those games and you don't really have any allegiance to any platform, buy the one that's available now, and that's what you're going to do. And then it's a cheaper price point, too. So it's a lot of things that's going to really impact sony over the course of the next few months especially if this goes deep into 2021 Mm -hmm. there is again Mm. again here's the thing i have to read the article and i and i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not i'm not kind of calling anyone out what i'm saying is that i i want to read some more about the article because i find it suspicious that Kind the, of the, 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 that they're oh, finding yeah. problems in the SOC for consoles that haven't been made for 2021, but yet the consoles they've made already seem to be okay. I think this is something they already knew, though. Mm, okay, that, that's that's the thing. This this is something I feel like they've already known, and I think the whole see this is the thing when it came to this whole um, cat and mouse thing that everybody's been talking about. Well, Microsoft doesn't want to announce price until Sony, or Sony doesn't want to announce price before Microsoft. I think that was kind of um, like I want to say console war bread. Like as much as that could be the case. I think Sony on one hand has been looking at their manufacturing for a long time. It's like our manufacturing is in the heart of where all this stuff started at. And then on top of that, I think they did when they started announcing that they were going to have a shortage back in, I want to say back at the beginning of June, July. And then they just all of a sudden ramped it back up, say, okay, I guess they found what the issue was, but it comes to find out that probably wasn't the only issue. Now you're starting to see more of your supply hit that type of delta that is like kind of unrecoverable. So I think this is something that they always know, but this is something that they can't recover from at this point, especially when it comes to this holiday to get as many systems out in the world as possible. Why why else would you say you're you're not a global brand that's not launching global? That's that that never made sense to me when they said that. They never I've never heard Sony say we're not launching a product globally and they're the biggest global brand of all of them. Yeah. So the fact that this happened lets me know that this is something that they either a knew about for a long time because I don't think Sony's incompetent. I don't think they would just allow this just to fester and let people just think that it just happened overnight. But guess what? In some people's eyes, it's probably best for them to just say, "Yeah, we can't we can't um, manufacture enough systems because of the issue we had." And guess what? PlayStation fans and a lot of other people are gonna give them the break and say it is an unprecedented time. A lot of stuff is going on in the world. You know, it sucks that everybody's not gonna get a PlayStation. But ultimately, as long as the system comes out this year, they'll be fine. Now, if they delay the system, that's a whole nother problem. Yeah, well, we're 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 going to see. This is this is going to take off like rocket, like wildfire. 
you know, real quick, uh, before I know this before, uh, that we got to get um, uh, Cybernox in here, and of course, we got to get Steel Rain to give his opinion. Uh, Wandering Dutch, a very good friend of the show, drops an outstanding five dollar super chat. Listen, if you're not a, a sub to the Wandering Dutch's channel, shame on you. Get over there and sub my friend, he is a good dude. We had him on a couple of weeks ago, and we're definitely gonna have him back on. He is the real deal, a good friend of the show, Gotham guy who I got a chance to meet in real life at last year's E3. Drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat says, boom, great show and panel as always. Your show is the cure to the Monday blues. And Mag, that was a great butcher impression. Well done, mate. Well, thanks <laughs> a lot, Huey. That, that, there you go. I love it, man. That is real. That is real. That, that is that is impressively good, I, I must say. <laughs> um, good friend of the show, Pixel Bit G, also a very generous friend of the show, drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says this. They knew that's why they're having a lottery. That's good, 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 good mm -hmm. opinion. Uh, Cybernox, what, what are your thoughts on this breaking news? Four million consoles literally rendered useless. Oi, Mag, what's Sporty Spice <laughs> up to? What's Sporty fucking Spice up to? Because together, what the Spice Girls, mate. Thank you. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I alluded to a little bit earlier, um, I think that this kind of like Forte mentioned too gives them an in, or it tells them, "Hey, um, we we're doing this lottery because of of, of the situation," and um, yeah, it gives them an excuse to you know up the price uh, from maybe trying to be as competitive as they could have been with the Xbox Series S. Um, it also in my mind, I think like if you you said boom that it could have been on um, the the ten million that they already uh, manufactured that could be you know those could be okay, but in the back of your mind, if you're a consumer and you know about this news, you're kind of wondering, hey, is this is my console going to you know is, exactly <laughs> is this going to be one of those situations again? So yeah, man. Um, Unfortunately, four million units is a lot of units. It, it leaves them in um in a pretty vulnerable state, you know. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting now. Like this news just broke. They they're supposed to have a showcase on Wednesday. Yep. Um. So how they react to it? Will they address this issue? Will they just not say anything and just you know because potentially only the hardcore fans will hear about this. And then they can maybe, maybe you know, just let the casuals not even figure uh, figure out what's going on. And um, yeah, th this this news, man, changes uh, changes a, a a little bit of what's going on. Because if they still have 10, min 10 million units out there, I mean, they still have to distribute this thing. Well, uh, they're not going to. They, they're, they're, the it's all going to be at the. No, yeah. the, the original number, 10 to 11 million, was uh, they were going to have that number by the end of the fiscal year at, oh, at, right, at March yes. 31st, uh, 2021. Right. So they're going to have potentially four to six million units yeah. uh, before the end of the year only. And I'd like to know where these four million, uh, you know, um, can openers are going to be available. I mean, was it from the stock they already had or was the stock right. that they have coming? I, I don't know. So, yeah, so with the biggest question in price now, you also have kind of, like I said, you have that question. You have to question that, you know, quality control, what's going to happen to the, the the consoles that have already been manufactured. But Wednesday is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what we see and, you know, what they tell us. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And closing out today's outstanding show, which has had a lot of big opinions. Uh, Steel Rain, wh- wh- why don't you give us your, your thoughts and theories on this breaking news? How damaging could this be to Sony's PlayStation 5 launch uh, this fall? Man, with if that four million consoles down, boom, we might as well call the game a wrap. That Xbox has it. Um, <laughs> that's a knockout. Um, I, I, PlayStation can't afford to do that. Um, we, with PlayStation being a hardware-based company and them selling consoles really well, there's something that's very they're very dependent on. Um, especially if you look back at the history, it's just. <laughs> Microsoft is a service-based company, and they're always going to provide excellent service for you. Um, to an to an extent that we see how long Microsoft has made it to this point. I mean, um, from over the years, we have we went from. I mean, I started off on Windows ninety five, um, and so we're going from ninety five to now we're in what Windows ten, and we see yeah. the advancements that have been made. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the advancement that. We see what they've done with Xbox, um, bringing that to the forefront, and them always being behind the ball. I feel like after the first OG Xbox, Microsoft turned their whole perspective of what they wanted to do with gaming and with the 360. Um, and that's why it sells, sold so well and everything that with that, um, along with the price and along with the games and along with, well, I mean, we just had it going, um, but PlayStation came, came back at the end of that. Um, and then as we see with PlayStation being the more dominant one this time, and honestly, if we just look at it again, it's always about price and power. It was about price and power then. And now you're going to tell me that it's not about price, power, and now value. That's the other thing you have to always consider is the, the, the value that is being offered versus Sony now being potentially down 4 million consoles. There, there, there's no way that you could come back from that in what, two months? Less than two months? Yeah. There's no there's way. There's no way. Yeah. What you're gonna say by by March? You can. We still got COVID. We, I mean, we still got the pandemic going on. Like, there's so many more factors that go into this. This is not something they could afford to do. This is not something they could afford to have happen at this point in time. I mean, rumors are rumors, so we'll see what happens. But man, this this is can be really terrible, man. Yeah, <laughs> it it definitely could be. Uh, like I said, it it seems as if. Both companies are going in opposite directions. Uh, Microsoft seems to have all their ducks in orders, and Sony's PlayStation plans for the next generation seem to really be uh, out of whack. And there's a lot of questions that we haven't had answered. Uh, uh, This Wednesday show, I think, is going to be a 60-minute presentation. I think they're going to give us price. They're going to give us. Um, they're going to give us a pre-order, and they're going to give us release date. I don't think there's going to be a console breakdown. I don't think there's going to be talk of backwards compatibility. I think they're going to show a Spider-Man. Hopefully, uh, you might get some more Ratchet and Clank. You may get some Godfall. You may get some Bug Snacks. You may get a game in there that we don't know is coming at launch. But there is a lot of information that needs to be said, and I just don't think that they're going to have the time to put all everything that they have unanswered into one show. And then when you couple that with this breaking news that has the internet, and by the way, if you look at everyone's feed, it is going crazy right now on social media. Sony is in a bit of a pickle. But listen, folks. You know what? Before you end out, the funny thing is, let's, let's, let's talk about how Xbox can be super petty. Let's do that. 
because Xbox is petty. Let's mm. let's be for real. Mm. So this just came out. So this announcement just happened about an hour ago. Xbox saw it, I guess, and then they tweeted out Xbox Series S and X will play one thousands of your games from four generations. Xbox S will play Xbox S versions of the backwards compatible games, improved texture features, higher and more consistent frame rates, faster load times, auto HDR. Pick one up soon. <laughs> That's petty. Okay. I love, I love it. Literally, literally, do me a favor, dude. Drop, drop that into Literally within an hour of this announcement, Microsoft comes out with this and says, hey, we're not even going to talk about our high-end system. This is our this is our $299 system that you can pick up if you can't happen to find that precious PlayStation 5 that you were looking for. Drop that into the DM, please. And I'm going to... Uh, I am right now. I have to I have to read this once again. Again, it's it, it, is it petty? Sure. But is it a place PlayStation like move, you damn oh, no, right. It's beautiful. It is. I love it. I yes, love it. it this is the, this is what I always it. wanted from Xbox to be petty, just like PlayStation games. They pull, they, they, I, I say pull the page. I think what they might have done is, done is snuck into their headquarters and literally lifted the entire playbook because that is definitely <laughs> a move. Real quick before we get out of here, Sean D, a very good friend of the show, drops an outstanding five dollars of chat and says, "Great show, guys." This mainly hurts Sony because their goal is to transition PlayStation 4 players yeah. to PS5 as quickly as possible. Really like hurts point. their yeah. strategy. And yes, that was those words came out of Jim Ryan's mouth specifically. But listen, folks, this has been a fantastic two plus hours. I want to say I hope you enjoyed the gameplay running in the background. I was watching it. It looked a little choppy, but I'm not sure because watching it on my screen on the computer, it worked great. Watching it on the phone, it seemed a little stuttery. I have to see what the replay is going to look like. I don't know if I need a more beefier computer to do that. I don't think so. But, you know, again, I'll, I'll make the adjustments. Hopefully you enjoyed tonight's outstanding two-plus hours of Xbox and PlayStation news, along with some breaking news. So let's get to the outros. And we're going to start with, of course, our special guest, Steel Rain. You were awesome. You knocked it out of the park. You had big opinions oh, for some big or even bigger topics. Thanks so much for being here. Do me a favor, brother. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and are you going to be a guest on any other any anyone else's show oh man i well boom i just want to say first off i, I appreciate you for having me on panel I, I appreciate you for being in your presence man y'all are great uh very valid opinions uh man it, it was just it was just a fantastic time um you guys can catch me on youtube i'm starting to stream more often it's more of a weekend nice. thing to work throughout the week um i stream anything from black desert online to destiny to gears to gears i'm trying to get back into gears mainly just because i'm i mean i've been playing it since day one um and i just had to take a break from it for a while so i know that guys like crispy and people like that i've been trying to get in with them uh see what's good with that but other than that yeah everywhere man you can find me at i still rain i and the teaser seven and i'm on twitch youtube also have uh my own podcast that i do uh with my brother kuminati um and we do it on Sundays uh, around 11 o'clock. Uh, it's the lucrative podcast, man. Two brothers come together. We came uh, came together from gaming. Uh, and, man, it's just we kick it back, have a good time, and just keep try to keep it as authentic as possible. And just try to give a different perspective because there's a not a lot of there's not a lot of representation from where we're from as far as like gaming goes. Um, that's why a lot of people from where like when I was growing up, growing up was turned off from gaming. Um, it was kind of shunned, so 
uh but we're just coming from a, from a different perspective and hopefully y'all can tune into that yes but other absolutely. than that man that's pretty much it, man. Well, thank you so much for being here, dude. And definitely we're going to help, uh, you know, get you some listeners and push your program. And definitely going to have that in, of course, the show notes if you want to sub his YouTube channel. For of sure. course, next up, Gaming Forte, you, my friend, have been busy with a capital B. And your channel has exploded on the scene. And for good reason, because the content is so damn good. Do me a favor, dude. Tell everyone about your outstanding YouTube channel. Tell everyone about the other shows that you're on, as well as where they can reach out to you on social media. Yeah, man. Uh, really appreciate it. This is always a great time with you guys on Monday mornings. I mean, Monday afternoons feels like Monday mornings for me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, man, this is a great show. Rain, good, good, good meeting you for the first time, man. Did a really good job today, man. Keep it up, man. I know it's hard the first time you do it, but man, you do it enough. It becomes part of you, honestly. But um, outside of that, it's Gaming Forte everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live. Any of those places you want to hook up, just hit me up. Always down to do that. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat that subscribed to the channel. We have passed 2,000 subs nice, yesterday. Nice, dude. Nice. So, Congratulations on that, bro. Yeah, man. It's um, it's um, It was a long time coming, man. And, you know, shout out to Slumbo for putting that bug in me to make me want to make content as, as consistently as I do now. So um, that's always a great thing. So, man, shout out to you, Boom, for always pushing people to the channel. Shout out to everybody that loves the content, man. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about over the course of the week. Um, me and Slomo will be live on his channel tomorrow doing the DPS podcast, episode two, on his channel tomorrow at 9 p.m. Check us out on BRAP at 9 p.m. on Wednesday night. And I hope to see all you guys there. You guys have a great week and enjoy it. Well, yeah, thanks so much, dude. And like I said, you keep you keep doing what you're doing. I cannot wait to hear your next video regarding Sony. I know it's oh, yeah, be we're a big definitely one. that's getting recorded tonight. Yeah, I, I figured <laughs> as much. Uh, so you get working on that. But thank you for always being here, dude. I obviously would not want to do the show without you. I next appreciate up, you, bro. No, that, no, I appreciate I appreciate you even more. <laughs> so thank you for that. The Tempest Sun. You 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 came back in a week that not only had two massive uh, topics, but a breaking news Sony one. Dude, I, I, like I said, we missed you. We're glad that you're back. Obviously, this is a family first program, but do me tell everyone about where they can follow you on social media, but more importantly, potentially get sniped and shot in the face by you by playing multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at the Tempest Sun. Uh, my gamer tag is Tempest Sun. Uh, I had a good time as always, and uh, Steel Rain, you did a phenomenal job for your first time, buddy. Uh, real good job. It's a pleasure meeting you. Um, sure, rest man. of the panel, love you guys. Great to be back. Like I said, also uh, a uh, a breakfast with Boom member, uh, Dreadpool. I know everybody here, you know, knows Dreadpool. Yes, you yeah, to tell everyone about that. <laughs> that was cool, man. Yeah, we uh, we met and we had lunch at a place called Fred's Market. It was like an all you can eat place, and uh, he has a little setup. So right there at lunch, you know, in the midst of the restaurant, we uh, we did a show, Breaking Bread with Dread. Yes. Uh, that's what it's called, nice. and. Um, I posted it on Twitter. It was a lot of fun. Dread is a super cool dude, and uh, everybody give it a listen if you're interested. 
So, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Dreadpool is a good dude, real, real knowledgeable when it comes to gaming. And uh, he is doing his own thing on his YouTube channel, again, called Breaking Bread with Dread. And he's meeting up with other podcasters in his state, which, of course, is Florida. And episode two is live right now. I'm actually going to add that to the show notes. So cool. if you want to check it out, uh, that would be something worth your time. Definitely want to support our very good friend. Uh, next up, we're going to go with Cybernox. Cyber, it's great to have you back on the panel. Thankfully, we didn't lose power because, you know, it's been crazy here. and. Oh. Yeah. In, in our states, but um, dude, tell everyone where they can check out your outstanding YouTube channel, but more importantly, hit you up on social media and start a conversation. Absolutely. Thank you, Boom. Glad to have Tempest back. Steel Man, it was great having you. Great podcasting you for the first time, man. You killed it. Um, sure just glad know. to be here. Cyber uh, Cybernox everywhere, guys. You guys already know the drill on Xbox, on Twitter. Um, Twitch, I'm, I'm playing The Witcher 3. I was going to hold off and play it when the upgrade came for the new consoles, but it's not coming until like May of next year, so I can't hold off. I'm going to play it right now. <laughs> it's crazy. So I'll probably be streaming amazing, that. Though. Oh, man, it's an amazing game. I, I, I love that game. So I'm streaming right now. If you want to see that, it's on uh, twitch.tv uh forward slash cybernox yeah guys awesome chat you guys are always great it was fun chatting with all of you and i can't wait for next week hopefully we got some good news on wednesday yeah you're definitely going to uh hopefully uh, like i said hopefully this we don't get a cancellation of that and you know have to you know retreat because i think they were scrambling with the xbox news from last week and uh if you it, it, again Things happen for a reason. I know Forte it says that sometimes Microsoft could be petty. Did anyone happen to remember that last week it was PlayStation's 25th anniversary? And Microsoft oh, yeah. announced their stuff. And Microsoft there, there. just cleaned their shoes all over their coattails. It just was. <laughs> it was. It, 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 it was something. It was disrespectful indeed. And last but not least, Mag, obviously, you are not only on this podcast. You are also on an, uh, another little podcast with one of our favorite community members known as not Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, no, come who does voices. And I, obviously, he has his pod, podcast after dark show, which you are now a, a part of. Tell everyone where they can listen to you on other shows, check you out on social media, or potentially hit you up on Xbox Live. Well, you could follow me at the Middle Age Game Guy. That's with a G Y at the end on Twitter. Uh, on the Xbox side of things, you can find me at all capitals one word D E D M E A T one. That is Dead Meat One. And on the Xbox, uh, sorry, on the PlayStation side of things, you can follow me all capitals all one word because I don't know how to be quiet. It is I am the Mag. You can follow me on PlayStation. <laughs> uh, on the YouTube side of things, you can find me here every single Monday night at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time with, of course, Boom and the rest of us on primetime gaming and on tuesday nights at 10 p.m eastern standard time you can find me with Noof nukem and titan drago on the wild and completely insane <laughs> gaming after dark and trust me i'm not exaggerating it's insane so we all have a great time uh steel rain it was a pleasure working with you tonight it was a great time you did a great job and uh everybody in the chat thank you for coming out of course and uh everybody have a great week and we'll see you all next week thank you very much
Well, thanks so much for being there. And once again, everyone, thank you for an amazing show. I want to thank the near 500 people that came out, which was amazing, considering that Monday Night Football started this week. We were still mm-hmm. able to attract so many people. And I am honestly and tr- and truly thankful. But I also want to say a big thank you to all of the very generous super chats that continue to come in i'm telling you folks i say it every week and i'm not ashamed to say it your generosity completely blows me away and i want to say that i'm thankful from the bottom of my heart but i also want to close out this show with something that i do almost every show in honor of my pop who was the greatest man i've ever known he used to say this treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice and you live by those rules and i can guarantee you You're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends.